What's up, everyone? This is Riley Madison, and you are listening to Sunset Flip Radio. We have everything that you're looking for in an episode today here on Sunset Flip Radio. We have get special guests. We have the infamous wrestling satchel. Mm. And we're coming off probably one of the worst pay-per-views ever in a long time. Yes, this is Sons of the Radio. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Thomas Lisi. Always join the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drayton, hey. and Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noise. Guys, what's going on today? What's up, man? Hey. All I have to say is uh, RIP to my favorite pair of khaki pants this <laughs> afternoon. I got to start off with a hot take here. I'm in ShopRite. I'm grabbing K-Cup coffee, and my pants split right at the crotch. And I'm Ooh, like, from the front or the back? Like, right dead in the middle by Ooh. the seam. Like, I, I put a whole <laughs> testicle on the fucking K-Cups, man. I Bro, dropped that's it. Like, that's like two pairs of pants in a row for I, you. Last I, week had the grease all over yeah. them. And it, like was the week, it was the same pair. It was the same pair of pants. Throw khakis. them out. Throw them out. I did. Well, I I, uh, it's, it's yeah. time. That was a sign, bro. But they have them on Express, so I'm going to order them when we're done here. I, I can't I need my pair Express. of pants back. I think I pissed They're myself stretchy. last week during the show, so those pants I had that are done. <laughs> yeah, there's a little uh, dribble in there. <laughs> because I was laughing so much. Well, um, I mean, we last... all got new wardrobes. Yeah, I we did. new Mr. Wonderful shirt. Jeff is so actually wearing a Mr. Wonderful shirt, and it's awesome. Wow. Yeah. I live the gimmick, brother. <laughs> now, just yeah, don't forget, way. everybody, our special Sons of Flip Radio t-shirts are going to be coming soon. Yes. Can't wait for that. Wow. <laughs> Merch. I hope so. But, Merch uh, monster. No, but uh, a cool little fact about our last episode. We appreciate you, the listener, because last week's episode was the most downloaded episode in Sunset Flip Radio's history. Nice. So we that didn't was... have to get naked for it. <laughs> 50 episodes. We just finished them all. This is our 51st, but. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to all of to all of our episodes wherever you get your podcast. Um, going towards today now, uh, before we bring Aaron on from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, uh, a lot of stuff happened during Fastlane. Um, I felt that the pay per view really didn't have much of a, ne- a necessity besides the Fiend coming back. Uh, nothing much happened. You mean Toxic Avenger coming back? Toxic- yeah, <laughs> I've seen enough trauma movies to know that's toxic. Yeah, he looked like Jason from like old, like when he used to come out of the swamp, yeah. like all like covered. Yeah. I don't, I'm a, I don't dislike uh, it, but I'm not in love with it. Same thing with me. Yeah, I, I like the fiend. That I love the fiend. Yeah. I love what the fiend does and his character and his gimmick, but I just I don't like this look. He looks burnt. It's, like, he's burnt. Like well, I mean, that's the point. Yeah, I know, but, like, I think he's overly, like, toasty. You know what I mean? Like, you I can't mean, if see you're gonna, anything. If you're going to sell the fact that the guy got, like, burned alive, <laughs> I mean, I get it. Yeah. But at the same point, it's like, yeesh. He's wearing, like, a vest, too. Do you notice yeah. that? How's he going to wrestle like that? I don't know. Oh, like, that's I what know. I don't understand. It's how the hell is he going to wrestle He looks like, like the that? marshmallow that you left on the stick in the fire, in the campfire, way <laughs> yeah. too long. But you're like, you know what? This is my last one, so I'm probably going to I don't eat care, it. man. That's the good marshmallow. Yeah. To an extent. I mean, there's a point where it's, like, gone. Not, not redeemable. Yeah. <laughs> we were, we were uh, pretty spot on with our predictions. I mean, everything that we said. I mean, said, how hard was it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. really easy to predict that, but... I was kind of expecting more of a turn from Sasha, to be honest with you, with Bianca, yeah. 
besides a slap in the face and a little walk away. And that Apollo Big E match was just dumpster fire. Like, what the hell happened there? Botch City. Botchamania. Botch, botch city, bitch. And that's a shame because I expected so much more from both of them. I did, too. It's... Apollo, it's a pretty good feud. It, it's it's kind of Apollo. It's I don't know. I I like Biggie. Yeah, I, always, me too. I like Biggie too. It, it's Apollo. I don't know. Hate the new day, but yeah, I, I like Biggie. <laughs> it's all Biggie is you... obviously the big talent. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you guys notice how every week Apollo Cruz's um, accent gets thicker more and, more. and thicker? <laughs> like <laughs> last week's accent was like really thick of an yeah. accent. Yeah, comic comically thick. Yeah, like laid it on way too much. It's it's like he watched he watched Coming to America two too many and times. Black Panther <laughs> merged both of them together. Yeah. and came up with this gimmick. It's like, bro, you got to put the. Bruce. And then yeah. WWE does like the vignettes before the, the matches, and like the vignette was like, this is where Nigeria is, and I'm like, oh my god. So now <laughs> we're gonna now we're gonna get a picture of Africa and show you where Nigeria is, like right. And then you're gonna have simultaneously like some... <laughs> after that, you're gonna have Hulk Hogan painting the end oh on the truck. <laughs> dun, 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 I was dun, waiting dun, dun. for this to come up. This dumpster fire of a uh, announcement. What? Oh my god! Now the WWE has done a lot of stupid things in their history, ladies and gentlemen. They've had brawl for all. They've had kennel from hell matches. They've had some Christian. really, really tired <laughs> Christian. Um, but the fact that you had one year. I mean, obviously, wrestling is wrestling because Hulk Hogan had a big part of it, and that is true. You can't right, rewrite. Right. History, but you can also not rewrite the fact that he did make a lot of racist comments. But did you see the racist comment? Because it was all I over didn't sweaty. see did the you, racist comment. Did you read it? No, Dude, it's horrendous. It's the an, shit that he, he said. He's dropping ERs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like multiple. hard, multiple. It's absolutely disgusting what he said. So let's pair him with an African American wrestler in Titus O'Neil, who spends most Who's of his wrestling the career. Nicest human being alive. Yeah, who literally spends his wrestling career. And is an doing avid, philanthropy uh, for Hulk WWE. Hogan, uh, hater, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like him and Big E and, well, pretty much everybody else who's black in the WWE. I mean, honestly, yeah, like that makes zero sense. So, like, what are they going to do, honestly? Are, what's the chemistry going to be like? Oh, boy, never mind. <laughs> if, like, if Titus O'Neil, comical, boy. T- like, Titus, I really hope, like, no sells him the entire I hope show. so, too. I hope so, <laughs> like, too. I just, like, I hope, right. like, like Hogan tries to cue up some shit and Tyson just looks at him like nah, you're right. Yeah. What what should he do? Tampa, what's up, mod? <laughs> no, and then no. Booker T will come Hulk, oh, Hogan tell me he did not, <laughs> did not say, say that, that right. oh my god I'm coming for you or, and yeah. here comes Vince McMahon down the uh, aisle with a uh, do-rag do-rag do Vince dude if Booker T doesn't show up I might be very upset that would be awesome Booker he, T there up. had to be some sort of like re- well probably not but I would hope there's some sort of like wrestlers court going on because they've done it before when Hogan yeah. tried to give oh, the apology yeah. And they just weren't having it. Just too fresh. Yeah. I, from a PR standpoint, this is... This per- is a this nightmare. It seems like a nightmare. <laughs> this is a shit show, dumpster Whoever fire, whatever you want to do Whoever was in charge of PR, I hope isn't. And, you know, I hope somehow this changes or whatever. I mean, last year, hey, it was Gronk. So That's I, different, I, though. Gronk didn't do anything it. stupid besides no. party in Miami after winning the I mean, nine Super Bowls. He's a turd, but he's not... A complete piece of Do you shit. have his elite yeah. figure? No, and I'm not going to. I <laughs> It's 20 bucks on Amazon, by I the way, if anybody wants nothing it. nothing of the New England Patriots. Fuck them. 
Yeah. I hate them as much as I hate Christian. <laughs> as as Iron Sheik would say, fuck the New England Patriots. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I hope Iron Sheik makes an appearance at WrestleMania. Break their back, cool. <laughs> make them have right. Dude, if Sheiky came out and just beat up Hogan, <laughs> like I'd be all about wow. that. Uh, now, like, okay, so when when the announcement of Hogan was introduced, or we all text each other, like we did like, immediately, just yeah, bomb. but like. What is he really going to do? Like, do you expect him to come down, hit three punches, big boot, leg drop, start the car, finish the show? 24-7 champ, baby. Buddy. Yeah. That could be true. Great. So so R-Truth can win it back from Hulk Hogan? (laughs) Oh, my God. R-Truth is the 24-7 champion. (laughs) Oh, God. Now, if you actually have Hogan go over on R-Truth. Yeah, there you go. Again, this is just a (laughs) nightmare. Oh, God. Yeah, this is a nightmare. Coming in a close. Thinking more and more about it, it's more of a nightmare. You don't win. There's no winning scenario. You know in in Infinity Wars where they had to think of all the things, but there was only one scenario? 14,500,000. Scenarios? There's no scenario no, where you there's win no this scenario. one. So no here's, way. Here's my hot take of the episode. I never saw one uh, Marvel movie. We know. I take that back. I saw the Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire. That Those was don't. It. I mean, they count, yeah, but they don't. Like, they're yeah. not MCU canon. Although they might be with the multiverse. Don't yeah, I never. I never seen any. Of I could have my own podcast about the MCU. So okay. I'm not even going to get into That's that. That's perfectly today. fine. I love this shit. Another thing that makes that makes no sense with WWE, just like everything else recently, is the fact that it's official that Bad Bunny has a match with The Miz. Mm-hmm. Well, we knew that. We I knew mean, that going in, but it's not the expected not, tag team match. I thought it would have been of. a tag team. Yet, it's one-on-one, which yeah. sounds like Yet, a train wreck. But your best friend is in the foreground in that Stop it. in that picture <laughs> for um, for the match, and they have Johnny Morrison in the background of The Miz behind him. It'll be mean, it, It'll become a, um, a tag team match. Now, what I love is what we talked about, which got me going, which got you off your chair, and I started pissing my pants, was the fact that The Miz officially brought it to everyone's attention that he is on the WrestleMania poster. Yeah. He brought it to everyone's yep. attention. Yeah. It's something that people want to talk about and people want to hear. Yeah. He said and it's the, Miz, the most important uh, poster it is. of the year. It is. Yeah. And Bobby Lashley now is in the foreground. Yes. Not even in the... He was in the back. He was behind Bad Bunny originally. As now, a, does Miz get heat for that? I think yesterday. he should be praised for that. I think no, he should, he should be, praised be praised for, for that. Like he should completely be praised for that. Absolutely, because like the dude that set up the poster and did it that way is a complete asshole, <laughs> and like he just doesn't understand. But the maybe business. they did it on purpose just to who build knows? this feud up. Yeah, yeah who knows? <sighs> maybe that's a selling point. Yeah. So now, maybe <laughs> I mean, I guess like that's a valid point. So but, now, Bad Bunny joins the list of Mr. T, Lawrence Taylor, Snooky. Um, that That's actually M- Maria Menounos, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, who actually had a match at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. a celebrity. Yeah. Now, like the celebrity. I mean, effect, Mayweather's an athlete. But yeah. Bad yeah. Is He's not, a musician. Yeah. I mean, I still don't know who the fuck he is. But. <laughs> oh God! Oh, see, Bad Bunny is the reason why we went on that yeah. whole twenty-minute diatribe last week. Let's stick with the fact. And it was funny because, like, when when we all got back together, <laughs> I'm an today, athlete, not an athlete. <laughs> when we all got back together, I asked the guys, "I was like, did you listen to it again?" And they're like, "Yeah, two or three times." And I listened to that probably 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 three or four times and it gets funnier I'm I'm the most downloaded episode because of us just going over (laughs) but if anybody if anybody wants to go back to our last episode episode 50 timestamp one hour and 12 minutes in you know the time no I I remember the time yeah it starts with Jeff going off about Bad Bunny then it just goes into the most biggest Christian hate that I've ever the wrestler um, hate that <laughs> and uh, Tom as the manager of the New Day. <laughs> the New Day. Can the, we, can the we just brother, the brother like, love of the New Day? We need to make us like the player haters. 
Oh, yes. And really? I hate you. <laughs> and I hate you, too. I hope all the bad things in the you. world happen to you and nobody <laughs> yeah, else <does>. but you. <laughs> but I want to get the Christian talk out um, in the air before Aaron joins us in three minutes. Uh, did you see his promo backstage on AEW last week? <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> so bad. So bad. He can't cut a promo. He can't either. cut a promo. And, like, did you hear what he said about, like, uh, he used his tagline again? Yeah. Out- he's going to because he has to sell the shirts. And that's the funny part about it. Which is disgusting. It's Who the hell is actually going to buy that shirt? If I see somebody on the street with mm. that shirt, uh, it's going to be a hot topic problems. exclusive. Oh we're going to have some problems, bro. I actually got uh, some pretty, like, slightly known wrestling reporter, like, blocked me on Facebook. <laughs> wow. Because, like, he posted <laughs> about Christian. I let my voice be known, and he blocked block. me. What a bitch Mark move. Zuckerberg That's a straight up bitch, bitch move. move. Like, How long were you blocked for? Boo this man. No, like he like, he blocked me. Oh, he blocked you. You weren't yeah. banned. Okay, no, that's different. No, no, no. I didn't get zucked. Yeah. You got, <laughs> you got zucked. I didn't get zucked. I've been zucked plenty of times in my past. <laughs> yeah, really? But, oh, yeah. Like, he, all can, the time. he can zuck me off at this point. <laughs> you know? Suck me off from the back. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Hogan. <laughs> suck my dick Suck my balls, back. Hogan. No, but um, before we call Aaron in about two minutes, we after the uh, interview with Aaron Ortiz, uh, we're going to be going into the wrestling satchel for the month of March. Uh, we have a lot of questions. It's special. This is just first wrestling satchel officially. I'm so excited for and, this. And um, this is I always wa- I always listen to your guys' episode doing the satchel. I'm like, dude, that's and so you put much in fun. the questions. Of, yeah, like, the last episode for sure. Yeah, so remember what the wrestling satchel is. If this, if you're a first time listener. Uh, which I hope you're not, but if you are, uh, um, welcome, 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 and also and thank you. This is where we have you, the listener, subscribe and download, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> ask us anything you want, wrestling related questions, statement, concerns, whatever it is. We take those questions, put it into a little satchel, aka wicker basket, pull out one question in time, give you a special shout out, and we answer the question just for you. Um, so we have about 15 questions, but um, in the meantime, we are going to get a hold of. Aaron Ortiz from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Now um, Thursday night flea market. Baby. Yep. Now he uh, he does work with Matt Cardona and Brian Myers with the Wrestling Figure Podcast, and we're just going to talk wrestling toys and you know what what's he what he's into with wrestling and his collections and our collections. And I'm going to go over the fact that I have a funny story from the other day at Target. So <laughs> God. can't believe we didn't tell that story last week. <laughs> no, we will. No, because it happened in the day. Ah, all right. There's no selling us. You can't no-show us. Hello. Yo, Aaron, what's up, dude? It's Jeff. Hey, what's going on, Jeff? Hey, brother, how you doing? I'm doing quite okay. How are you? Awesome, awesome. You're here on Sunset Flip Radio. Aaron, what's up? This is Tom. Hey, what's going on, Tom? What's nice up, man? Hey, hey, Aaron, what's going on? This is Alex. Hey, Alex, nice to meet you. Hey, you as well, We man. really appreciate you coming on the podcast, man, talking all things wrestling toys. So, you know... Yeah, so you are a big collector yourself, which is very exciting, because I know that uh, we all have pretty ridiculous collections. So yeah, uh, we're excited. We'll definitely get into some of that kind of stuff. Um, basically, I wanted to ask you is how how's it hanging? <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, I I joined the Major Pod Patreon probably like last like I don't know maybe like May or June, 
And as soon as I got into the Patreon group, I see this thing pop up about Thursday flea markets. And I had to get involved in this because, you know, it's it's toys, bro. I, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. I see this dude, Aaron, posting about this. And I'm like, what the hell is this story? I look in there and 2000 comments later, it's just people like going nuts about like, you know, just trying to sell their stuff. Now, I see that you're the host of that. Now, how did you get hooked up uh, doing that? All right. Well, first and foremost, I, I came in on a cold call. This is the first podcast where I've been called to come on. So, oh, yeah. oh yeah. nice. Let, let's, let's get the formalities out of the way. I, I'm a true professional. My Absolutely. name is Aaron Ortiz, Mr. Thursday Night, a.k.a. the hottest free agent in podcasting history. <laughs> Guys, I'm here what an entrance. with my brethren <laughs> at the Sunset Flip Radio. Oh, you gotta love it. What bro. an intro. God, that, wow. You know, man. What Aaron a fucking intro. Alright, thanks. I am, Click. I am the man. I'm, I'm the Thursday night man. And you were just asking Mr. Me Thursday, about the night. Thursday night flea market. That's the Thursday right. night Mr. delight. Thursday night. You yeah. gotta you kinda gotta sing it. It has to come from the stomach. Mr. Thursday night. <laughs> I ain't got the folks like that. I mean, I wish I did. I I got a little more guttural stuff. But well, take some lessons because it's worth it. It feels amazing. There story. you go. Mr. Anyway. Thursday night. There you go. <laughs> I can't do that exactly. much. <laughs> so you were just asking me about the Thursday night flea market. Yes, um, yes. And, well, I, I basically, like you said, we, we are in this uh, Patreon-exclusive Facebook group together, and it's for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast group. Uh, or podcast, I should say. Yeah. And I noticed that uh, when I first joined, a lot of people would sell their stuff in the main feed on the Facebook page, and then it would get buried with other comments because it's only natural. People posting a whole bunch of different things. It's not just a whole, like people buying, selling, and trading. It's like, hey, this is cool. Look at my collection. Yeah. You know, what have you. And I noticed that people were not getting their stuff sold, you know, as frequent. I kind of wanted to have a spot where people could uh, bring all of their things that they had for sale or for trade and um, and just like dump it all in one area, like one one spot, one post. So I one day I, I basically put up a graphic that said uh, major wrestling figure podcast flea market. Yeah. And then I put some rules there, basic rules, just comment what do you have for sale and have fun. I think like, it was the most basic ones when it first started. If you look at it now, there's so many rules. Yeah, totally. It's changed. But I mean, but, dude, uh, you have to. I mean, I see it every week, and it's like over over 2,000 comments every single Thursday. It's wow. wild. Yeah, when I went on... um. I went on Jeff's when you did it for Noise Toys, yeah, yeah, and it was just crazy. That, yeah. Like you kept throwing up pictures, and everyone was just like, "Awesome!" You know how much is this? How it's crazy yeah. how fast. I kind of you know when I grew up, you know, um, collecting toys. I was big into Hasbro's, and I was big into Bucky O'Hare and Ghostbusters. <laughs> and then I fell off for a long time, and now I'm 34 now, and I'm and I'm collecting. And you know, it's crazy to see how guys my age and older. I'm walking into Target and Walmart, obviously not getting much, a lot of stuff, but like yeah. I see guys speeding past me like getting everything from matchbox cars hot wheels to fucking star wars toys to every little thing it's crazy how many people actually are into toy collecting it's awesome and cards Uh, now bro everything is hot gone are the days of uh, people bullying like other people for just being involved in a hobby absolutely a lot of people don't have 
the blessings to be collecting anything, you know, because mm-hmm. it's so therapeutic and it's and it takes your mind off of what's going on in the world. And that's kind of what I wanted to do every Thursday night in the in the uh, Facebook group that we have. That's awesome. So, yeah. So literally, the first post only had nine hundred comments, and now <laughs> uh, the regular flea market averages. Uh, 2.5 comments like you know like per week you know what I'm saying so it's that's insane. like that's a lot of product being put out there it, 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 it's just it's just great so shout out to all the major marks that put in all the work man it, it, it's it's a it's a phenomenon absolutely I know I put wow. in at least like at least one hour of posting every Thursday I'm doing constantly damn you know like I'll, I'm doing probably around that yeah big time yeah like I'm doing at least like a probably 50 or so like items that I'm putting up for sale like every week in follow the, uh, follow noise toys everybody on uh, YouTube noise <laughs> toys, follow noise toys. make sure you like their Facebook page yeah. we're exactly. just talking about the uh, there was a first ever pre-show I did with uh, with, with noise toys which I was awesome bro you sold you sold all like we brought some people to your page by yep. doing that and that's basically what I wanted to happen and I'm glad that we could accomplish that but like not only that we had so much fun dude I had uh, a blast with it like you know we did basically with setting that up I got about 25 maybe 40 like new likes on my page which was amazing that's you know, a lot that's advertising a lot. That, that's a lot. that was yeah. a lot of new people that's you know, great that's great advertising stuff. and marketing right there yeah, definitely definitely uh, aaron's a marketing genius yeah so <laughs> and then on top of it too is we did a raffle on my page which was really cool oh was i was like, in that yeah 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 uh oh, it was like man. five dollar buy-ins um you know like a hundred spots a hundred plus spots and i gave away the big one was the green card in oh. yokozuna didn't some guy win two things? Some dude, he only put in two spots, <sighs> and he won the Yokozuna and wow. the signed AEW belt by Silver and Reynolds. That's awesome, man. He wow. won both of those on putting 10 bucks in. Now, now think of think of that. Think of the Yoko green card. I mean... It's a $400 total. I was going to say, it's still up there in, in yeah. you know popularity and wealth. Yeah. So. so he put he put 10 bucks in and won 450 bucks worth of stuff. Hey, that's all it Guys, takes. You- you gotta have your eyes on the Thursday night flea market. Always. You got, you, you, we might do another pre-show. We might do another raffle. Let's hey man, go. next time you need a sponsor, you let me know. I'm definitely in. I want to do that again. Brother, the DMs are always open. <laughs> so, so Aaron, Aaron, I got a funny story to tell you about the last time I went figure shopping. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, oh God, as we look at it, while he as, tells we, the as story, we look at it right now, it's so, on the wall of shame. So I've I've converted the uh, studio here in my old bedroom to you know toy collecting. I have a lot of the Masters of the Universe series and a lot of Legends nice. stuff. So my new thing is trying to find the Shawn Michaels WrestleMania Elite that came out you know a little while ago in Ringside Collectibles, but now it's in the store. So I'm at Target in Ocean uh, Township and. Um, I go to the guy who's working it, and I said, hey, man, I'm looking for these WrestleMania figures. And he's like, you know, let me check in the back. So he comes back out with a Shawn Michaels, and he's dressed up in the Rockers outfit. I'm like, and I'm saying to myself, is this a chase? No. <laughs> and I'm like, and, the, and then I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God. I got a chase figure, Shawn Michaels. I'm like jumping up and down in my mind. I'm like, I'll take it. I like, I rip it out of this guy's hands, and then I go home. Now, he calls I, me. I, I'll he even calls go home. me at like eight o'clock no, in the morning. He calls, you. he calls me. I'm like passed out still. Yeah. I'm looking at it with like one. You're like, like you're like, glassy you're like what's up, bro? I'm like, I'm look like, what I got. No, you're like, whoa, man, that's awesome. And then like ten minutes later, you're like, yeah, dude, uh, that was a fig swap, and you just got screwed. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> So, no, 
Shawn Michaels, I was like, oh, man, this guy got got. But how do you get a pig swap before he even gets onto the peg? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it's, it was yeah. so funny because he, he's like, this is the only figure I have in the back. I'm like, okay. And I have the RetroFest Mr. Perfect, and I'm saying to myself, I saw the RetroFest Shawn Michaels before, and I'm like, this kind of looks similar. And I was like, well. Did you Google end up? trying to google that to yeah. see what it actually yeah. is by the way and then a bunch of people no said it, like, he, was, he was too excited, he was oh, too yeah. excited. and then i he put blew it on his load on a toy so I mean, funny on. story i threw it up on our instagram and our facebook and everyone's like yo bro you just got fig swat man is this like a joke i'm like where's ashley back. where's ashley <laughs> i write back i'm like no this isn't a joke i legitimately thought that this was a that oh. this was a chase so Wait, i mean oh God, but you know what when you sent it in our text chain our sunset flip text chain i was like how did you not know? Yeah, but, you know, yeah. it's one thing to be super excited, so I get it. But at the same why. time, it's it's Nothing, really a nice nothing. figure. It's a good figure. It really it's a nice is. figure. Well, yeah, tell them about the time. Would you get Fig Swap for uh, with a? Oh, or oh. You, you didn't buy it. You I didn't buy it, it at the Walmart. I was right? at the Howell Walmart, and there was an R Truth Elite series. I think seventy four or seventy five, and I'm looking at. It, I'm like, this guy's Booker T. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was Booker T. Dressed up in Harlem Heat clothes. That's what it was. But it wasn't. It didn't look like an elite. It looked like a cheap (laughs) Booker T figure. And I sent you the picture, I think. And I was like, and then you, and then Jeff told me what a fig swap is. And I'm like, like, who does this? And then, like, I follow guys on Instagram, and, like, you see a lot of people that swap out figures. It's 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 weird. It's like it's like graffiti. It's like vandalism. It's yeah. like some people appreciate some people appreciate the art. Some either some people think it's very pesky. I've, I'm on the pesky side, but I think it's hilarious. Creative. But it's also like kind of scummy at the same time. Yeah, like I don't yeah. let I don't let my figures breathe. They're they're in boxes. Yeah. Um. Okay. The only ones that that are, that are seeing the air are my old school LJNs when I was a kid. And my Hasbro, so I mean, I have everything in the box still. So I mean, I can't open up, I can't personally open the box. And I talk to Jeff every time when he gets a new figure. I'm like, did you open this up? Like the Jake the Snake chase yeah. that I was looking right. for. I got J- I got uh, Jeff a Jake the Snake chase, and he's like, he does yeah, the bro, for me. Yeah, bro, I opened it up. I'm like, how can you open that up? How yeah. can you oh do it? I'm a, I'm a box I, I opened... kind of guy. Like I, I I follow Fig Heel, and he just takes everything out the box. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, his his collection's ridiculous. It's it's retarded. I, I mean, I I'm the same way. I pop it open, put it in my detolfs, and you know, it's yeah. Cool. I like it. Toys are meant to breathe, bro. Toys are meant yeah, to be played with. No, so, it's not. It's not. It's not your jock, bro. It's, it's a little <laughs> different. So so, Aaron, I gotta ask you. We're talking about our collections. Like, what's the what's the biggest prize in your uh, toy collection right now? The biggest prize in my toy collection. If someone were to come into my room. There's a couple of things. There's a fire. There's a fire, and you got to grab one thing. There you go. <laughs> exactly. I have I have this uh, WWE uh, Jack's uh, classic superstar uh, Jerry the King Lawler figure, and it's signed in yellow paint pen. Nice. And the attire that he's wearing is like a like it's like a, a royal red with like yellow and that's nice. In yellow that's a good pen. one. Wow. That's, that's actually a really one. nice one. Uh, I also have a Jake the Snake pop figure that's signed Sweet. by jake the snake one of the best autos in the business yeah definitely. Uh, i i also have a signed mjf figure thanks to smart mark sterling so yep. i think that's like a nice little investment piece because you know he's, he's still i think he's only 24 he's the future he is 24 yeah. he's the future 
He's definitely the future. That better. figure's he, better than yours, and you know it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> exactly. And I do have I have a uh, Hasbro. It's funny because I have a corner of my room sectioned off for the Heart Foundation, and it's nice. one of, like, it's one of each guy, but in a different figure form. So, like, I have a, uh, a NECA Bret Hart that's from The Simpsons. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. I have a wow. uh, Owen Hart's Bendham. I have a, uh, let's see, I have a Slammers 2 Brian Pillman. I have a mid-on-card Hasbro uh, Jim the Advil Nightheart. And then I have another Jax, uh, I think it's a Bone Cruncher, uh, Davey Boy Smith. Nice. I love Yeah, Myers Myers signed, Brian Myers signed Nightheart was from me. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, yeah. I have that in that collection that I picked up. That must be hard for you, Jeff, because like you get like these lots, and you're like, "Dude, I got some good shit," and it's like, "I gotta sell this shit now." It's bittersweet, bro. Like Like, the moon belly, like the moon belly Kamala. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's in good hands. I know where it's at. It's in very good hands, Mm -hmm. but at the same point, it's like, bro, I wish I still had that figure. Absolutely. It's like how many are out there? You know how many are out there? You said what? Twenty, right? Yeah, somewhere around there. I don't think more than that. But, I mean, at least I got a picture with it still, and I know where it's at, so it's pretty damn cool either way. <laughs> That's awesome. It's still like, you know, one of those nostalgic... Th- I'll look at the picture all the time, and I'm like, yeah, that was fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Aaron, I know you're a huge card guy as well. So, yeah, what kind of cards are you collecting, like, right now? All right, well, I'm basically... I, I, I don't collect... Like, I'm not collecting... I'm not trying to be a completist in the card game. What no, I'm doing is I'm ass. collecting uh, signed wrestling cards. Sweet. So, like, I have, like, a Christian who just debuted oh, in uh, great. AEW. <laughs> I have a signed Christian card. Wait, time out. So time out. So that's Aaron, how you're going to lead off as Aaron, hold on one second. Let we me ask to, you. Yeah, we have to did, backtrack a little did bit you, here. Did you say that on purpose? No, I swear I did not say that on purpose. <laughs> uh, because what a work. When, when you go back and look at the... What a uh, mark. When you go back and listen to the other major wrestling figure, but uh, what the hell am I talking about? Wrong show. When you listen to the wrong show. Just when you as go good. back and listen to the other Sunset Flip Radio podcast episodes, Just as good, though. I am... Right. Christian is my absolute least favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. That yeah. So, so we... Like, I personally crap on Christian at least four times an episode. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, hearing you lead off with that, I was like, uh... No, but that's pretty cool, though, that you have a wrestling card signed by him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, it's, I, it's mean I, I, I come from a fan standpoint, so, like, growing yes. up, like, Christian was my guy because he was, like, you know, in WWE and in TNA. Like, I mostly saw his TNA work, so I'm sorry. that's why, I, you know, I do like him. But, you know, I could understand your own gripes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we I, lost I, Tom, guys. We lost him. Oh, my God. It's the, just uh, so funny. Cards, man. It, it's, it's honestly great. I have so many cool ones. Um, nice. I actually got this, like, uh, signed Dusty Rhodes card. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. It's him, like, on the, like, on the middle. Middle turn buckle, looking at the crowd, and he has like a tie dye shirt on. And it's a little scratched up, but I could I, I compared it to uh, I have an auto, I also have an autograph wrestling book collection. Nice. I compared it to my dusty book that I have, and it, it, it matches up. Uh, so yeah, th- that's been a fun hobby. Other than the wrestling autograph cards, I collect the uh, the podcast cards, the major wrestling yes. podcast cards. I have all of them. Yeah, I know you have like multiples of all of them. <laughs> like, yeah, well, because I, I have for the I'm most like, part. 
Shout out to the Podcard fam uh, inside the Facebook group. And shout out to Matthew Morielli, the Podcard father. He started my obsession with it uh, to the point where, like, I'm collecting the autograph ones, I'm collecting the variants, uh, and I'm collecting the basic ones with, uh, and also the basics with autographs. So, like, I'm trying to get the basic signed and everything. So, nice. you know, I, I have a couple rare cards that it's that are hard to find, and I'm working on some more stuff. So, well, I got, I definitely have one that we got to uh, talk about. So, yeah, I have that. I think, uh, I think I know which one you're talking about, and you know what? I, I got it signed at the at the Philadelphia. You did all right, good. WrestleMania. Good. Good. Yeah, did, he get, did, he get, uh, good did he get? Did he get? Did he get on it too? Yeah, I got Swaggle, Smart Mark, and, I, and and this is between me and, and whoever listens to this podcast. I'm working on John Cohn to sign it. Oh man, oh, man, wow. yeah, I gotta get Cohn on mine. That's the only one that I need, and otherwise, I got everybody else. Dude, that is honestly, if you get that done, it's the hardest one to get. I'm gonna get the basic and the variant signed. I'm gonna, yeah, oh, I'm gonna work on it. Um, you know, these are insider secrets, though. Like, I can't do them all out, like, how I'm doing so and everything. So for, but, the, uh, for the other guys yeah. in the group here, like, it's the, uh, every month, if you're a member of the Hard Foundation, which is the top tier of the major wrestling figure podcast, they give yep. you a card. They send you a card in the mail. They're oh, exclusive. this is what you were talking about a month ago. Exactly, so. exactly. So they give you a card in the mail and everything, and there's variants that pop out, like, each month as well. I ended up getting the green parallel of the uh, toy drive from last year. So I came to December. We went to New York and I went to the event where they did the toy drive for the autograph signing. Was that and the I got Long them Island all to, one? Yes, yeah. at the Creative Pro. So I the, got one, the, the one where MJF charged. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, I get it, but if you yeah. told us beforehand, it would have made sense. Like a wallet didn't go with my Zubaz. Okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I wasn't prepared, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I love how he stayed in character, though. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh, dude, totally. Uh, you have to. Totally. He looks at me. He looked at me. He goes, "Come on, man, you ginger fuck." And I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> no only way. only my beard's red." <laughs> like, dude, that's I'm that's like, ginger. That's on the same level as like if Bobby the Brain Heenan like were to like uh, just make fun yeah. of you on the spot. It's he was like, the greatest. Oh, like, yes. He was like Don Rickles. If you want to talk about stand-up <laughs> comedy, it's like yes. So so, what got you into wrestling? How long have you been a wrestling fan since you were a kid, or is it kind of like a newer thing? Who are some of your favorite wrestlers? Dude, I, I'm Hispanic, man. Lucha is in my blood. Ah, right nice, now. <laughs> very nice. No, but uh, to, be, to be honest, uh, when I was younger. I would stay at home because my parents would, uh, you know, be working or what have you, and um, I was with my grandparents most of the time. So when uh, when I was younger, me and my grandfather would sit on the couch and flip through channels, and uh, most of the time, you know, during you know Raw and SmackDown, we we catch it. So uh, when I was younger, I got into it because of my grandfather's putting it on the TV, and then I would get invested in these characters. My era, I started watching around 2007. That's like my like start of like my fandom. I would say the, like you know where I started okay. loving it. Um, I started liking dudes like Rey Mysterio, The Undertaker, Batista, nice. uh, mm-hmm. DX. You know, like all, all these all these different characters. Um, Jimmy Wang Yang. I, I oh love man, Jimmy that's Wang. Love what is what an underrated the, guy? Yeah, the hooligans are great. Uh, that's Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, yes. dude, it's so weird. You know underrated. what? I, I, yeah. I love yeah. the mid card guys. I mean, I yeah. hate to say the word mid card because like they're professional wrestlers, so like everyone's dope. But um, you know. 
like I said, Jimmy Wang Yang, the, the hooligans, uh, Shannon Moore. I, I love Shannon yeah, Moore. He Shannon looks Moore. so cool and so different. And he used to hang out with the Hardy Boys all the time. Yeah. So, like, you know, him and uh, they've had know, a relationship Gregory Helms. They were, they were all mm-hmm. cool. I'm so, all about like, Hurricane. That's that's my era. I was a SmackDown guy back in the mm, day too. Uh-huh. I mean, I loved the Raw. I loved seeing John Cena and Shawn Michaels. That was the heyday of SmackDown. That was SmackDown yeah. Prime, definitely. Yeah, dude, definitely. Dude, it, dude if you, it, it, I love how um, Brian Myers and Zach Ryder, or Brian, I'm sorry, Zion, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona <laughs> and um, Swaggle, they, they 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 brag about coming out of the fist, and they should yeah. they should brag because <laughs> yeah, that was, was great. Like the, the best. Yeah. It was the best stage. Era. That was 100% the best yeah. stage was the giant fist. Yeah, and, and I said it last Dude. week in our episode. It's like, that's what the WWE has to kind of go back to. Like, yeah. make make the entrance special. Like, just don't have the same Dude, generic shit every time. Yeah. yeah. Oh every time. God. Because on top of it, too, you'll make money off of it because you get to put out new toy play sets that everyone's yeah, going to buy. That you can sell. Yeah. Like, I'm going to yeah. buy something. If it has, like, a badass backdrop, I'm yeah. going to buy it. Like, I know it for a fact. Like, like, the, like the when old they Titantron um, back in the yeah, day. Like you said, yeah, exactly. I used to have that. I had like I still, half of the I got figures a, that were I featured. I got a Titantron in box and everything, bro. Like, that yeah. thing's amazing. That was the one with the Gangrel, I think, yeah. and Kane, uh, Vince. Right? It came with the Vince. Oh, it came with the Vince, right. That I went during that. the Titantron. That one, yeah. <laughs> yep. The Titantron was great. I know that um, Jeremy Padauer, who works on the Unrivaled oh, series yeah. now for AEW, He's, I think he was a part of a different company or maybe the same company. And he did the Jacks. pop-up stages yeah. for WWE. And they were very affordable. And you just and, they, and you just basically popped them up, folded them in different nice. ways to like look like a stage. If they could do something like that where like they could make like an AEW stage pop out like that, I'm sure they're going to get to that because it's Jeremy Padauer. Oh, definitely. If they could do, if, dude, imagine if they had that for the Fist or for like the old <laughs> Raw and play. See, I want to see them do a special box set for Britt Baker and do the waiting room. That's something that I would love to see done. Or the the uh, like you said the the dinner debonair. Yeah, the dinner debonair. They they got they got to make a set out of that because that that would sell out instantly. By the way, oh absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I, dude, I initially missed the match between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Uh, I, oh my I, god, I, it was crazy. I heard it was a banger. It was very it good. Was match of the year. I go back and watch this thing. Literally, the craziest thing to happen in wrestling in a while. Yeah, yeah. And dude, like, it, it, it's crazy because everyone's saying I, I haven't seen one bad thing about this. this yep. whole No, no, and that never happens. And every single person that talks about it puts it over hard. Yeah, like yeah. nobody's just like, yeah, it was a good match. Yeah. Like, no, everybody's like, you know, to the moon pushing this. Yeah, match. there's no, there's no middle ground here. Yeah. It's only, uh, and it's funny it's because like when I first saw. Like, when I first saw Britt, I was like, she's good, you know, maybe not great. She needs to get to the next level. No, she's totally right. on the next level. She's yeah. there. She's 100% and on she, the next it, level. It took that match for her to get over. And, and, you know, thanks to Thunder Rosa, who does it's the excellent same, work, by the way. Oh, Thunder Rosa's great. But it's the Dude, same Thunder way as... Awesome. I saw her originally at uh, NWA Power. Yeah. Yes. Doing their mm-hmm. Yep. Show. Yep. That's how I, I first got introduced to her. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. To see her, like, you know, like, ascend to that match. Oh, my God. She definitely so got that shine, got that rub that night. Hell yeah. She's awesome. She's toyetic as hell. Oh, dude, totally. Oh, yeah, I can't the wait face paint, She's got the half face paint, which I love. They yeah. got they got to put out a Brit Baker, like you said before. They will. Yeah. They definitely will, and very soon. But that's, you know, he's talking about Jeremy Padauer and everything. Uh, Jeremy said that they're going to be doing another AEW toy line, not just the one that's currently mm-hmm. at the Unrivaled. So really? you're going to get multiple. There's going to be a new set every month 
but it'll be like two different names of sets. Mm-hmm. So I, it's they're doing legends lines as, as well. Oh yeah, there you go. So they'll have like three different like setups. The legends would be great. I'm Christian legend. <laughs> Shut your mouth right now. You oh, stop man. it. Um, remember I'll... he remember he outworks everybody. But go ahead, yeah, Jeff. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you right now. Mark my word, Owen Hart is going to come out in that set. Really? Ooh, I mean, it, it makes sense. He could probably reach out to the family. It's not WWE. Exactly. That's the That's thing. A big middle finger. They will yeah. never like his wife will never Martha let do Vince do any kind of Owen Hart merchandise. Yeah, she but, said that on Dark Side of the Ring yeah, last year. But she came out and she did micro brawlers recently. Micro right. brawlers with the pro wrestling tees and everything like that. Their exclusives, they've done a lot of AEW and TNA exclusives as well. So they're in the pocket with AEW. Why not put out that Owen Hart figure? Like it would be That would be awesome. Nuts. I'll tell you like I'm telling you right now it's going to happen. People yeah. would lose their minds. It's yeah. kind of like that makes exactly. so much sense it, to do. Yep. Put it, it as an exclusive. Oh, I'm sorry, Aaron. You go. It would be more like it would have more hype around it than the Fiend figure did when that SummerSlam like, oh, yeah, Elite dude. came out. Yeah, man. Which is a great figure. I have Absolutely that on the wall. A great figure. I actually have. I'm a big Fiend guy, so I have every Fiend figure except the WrestleMania basic. I even have his basic Bray Wyatt, and I'm going to pre-order the elite Bray Wyatt when he's dressed up as the Mr. Rogers character. But something about the Fiend being so toyetic, even though his top pick 2021 and his SummerSlam Elite are basically the same exact figure. I was so bummed. Like, why would you even do that? Yeah, but his... (laughs) His oh, ultimate's man, nice, though. To get people for another $20. Yeah, I mean, the ultimate... <laughs> it's funny, because I'm looking at the ultimate figure right now, and his his stomach is bigger than the ultimate, and they and they added the belt yeah, to bit. it, too. But, I mean, he looks right. leaner in the other ones. But, I mean, the ultimate figures are awesome. I'm a big fan of that line. I really like the Macho Man that came out, and I'm really digging the new Ric Flair and Stone Cold that are that, on pre-order that right now. Set, I'm oh, so pumped for I'm it. glad that you you said that because I'm honestly like kicking the tires on an Ultimates collection, like literally yeah. going back and grabbing each one and trying to get them loose. Um, man, just, I, I, they they would look better with the AEW figures. Oh yeah, like, dude, totally. right next to them because of the stomach and how they the, the articulation and exactly. how I think I think those Mattel elites are now the toy world at least the uh wrestling action figure world they're basics now yeah like those mattel elites because the, uh, these new figures that are coming out can do a lot more yeah like what they really need to do is work on the shoulder joints because the shoulders are so bad on these elites man you can't do anything with them and you see so many of them break at the uh like right underneath the shoulder joint they all break there. Well, how hard so, are you playing with your toys? <laughs> Holy shit. It's toys, bro. What do you think, man? I'm playing with them. Fuck, like, I, I had a bunch of Ninja Turtles without heads and arms and shit. I was piss poor, so I was going to fucking use it. Yeah. I'm going to slap you with the other arm of hey, Donatello if, if I have it. If I'm paying $20 for a toy, that shit better not break. And I'll tell you what, if I got an arm from some other figure from God knows where, if it's a white G.I. Joe guy, I'm going to pop that shit in there, too. Like, if you got a Triceraton tail or the oh uh, Wingnut tail, Jesus. either one, I'm swapping them <laughs> man your guys' room must have looked like sids from toy stories well yeah i'm looking at some of tom's hasbros over there oh you, dude you got some of them are arms you got i got Rhodes has no arm so double triple no. so my hasbro collection i have three akeems 
I have three Brutus the Barbers. I have a Dusty missing an arm. And no fingers on Hogan. I have no fingers on Hogan. I have a mustache on Andre yeah, the Giant. Hogan's throwing up a shocker over there. And, uh, yeah. Actually, it's funny because I dug up my old Hasbro's. They were sitting in uh, Ziploc bags that my mom put away, like, years ago. And, you know, when I met up with Jeff again and he's, I, I found out he was selling Hasbro's, I brought out the old collection and... It's crazy how articulate they are, and the size is perfect. You know, some of the outfits, so much detail goes into them. Like, I'm looking at the Honky Tonk Man's outfit and Skinner's outfit and even, like, the Million Dollar Man, the green or the black outfit, and even the Undertaker. Just crazy detailing that back in that day was probably, you know, top of the line, something you never saw before. Yeah, yeah Hasbro's is definitely yeah. the best line for me. That's Dude, honestly, it, it, and I love how uh, the toy business is moving into that world of uh, like reproducing these. Yeah, um, you have you have a couple companies like WWE and Mattel just did theirs with their retro line. You know, mm-hmm. rest in peace, um, that retro line. I'm so yeah. glad you're gonna um, bring this up. Exactly, and now you have Chell- and then you had Chella Toys. They yes. released um, that uh, Nick Aldis figure. Yep. They have an uh, Ethan the Blue Mini set page coming out. Coming out. And uh, then you have Zombie Sailor Toys, and his 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 figures are actually like designed by the guy yep. who's working on the old Hasbro's, which so is amazing. They're coming out looking really really sharp. He's he has Sabu, he has yep. like so did he has like. Did you guys see the like prototype? Sabu, new guys like Dan Housen. These did figures are, wow. are looking amazing. <clears throat> uh, me as like a major wrestling figure podcast fan, that he has the Matt and Brian figures. I definitely yeah. have to grab those. Oh, like, definitely. It's crazy, and I even heard they're going to do one for Swaggle. Oh, dude, that's awesome! No, gotta be, be great. Yeah. Did you see size. he dropped uh, today the prototype for the very first Dino Bravo figure? Yeah, I saw that man. How, how crazy detailed yeah. was that? How can the WWE Amazing. not put a Dino Bravo out back in the day? It's mind-boggling. He was ba- he was he one. was on every pay per view yes. during the golden era. Always, even if he was a jobber. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, I'm looking at like if fucking El he or Giant Gonzalez can get a figure. <laughs> And Dude, Skinner, Skinner, Skinner has a figure, and, and Dino Bravo Ludwig Borga do. and the Berserker. Yeah. If they can get figures, and how come Dino Bravo never had one? That's crazy. Yeah, that's why. Has to be politics. Yeah, be. maybe it had to do with his death. <laughs> it could have been that he yeah. was hooked up doing uh, mob hits and everything. Yeah. Else. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, but uh, anyway, Aaron, I definitely appreciate you coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Aaron. Um, what do you want to put over, man? Let us know some of your social media and talk about the uh, Thursdays, bro. Like I said before, I am the hottest free agent in podcasting history. If you want to follow my journey, you can follow me on my socials, Instagram at Thursday Night Flea Market or Instagram at Aaron Ortiz and replace the O's with zeros. And you can find me on Twitter uh, at the same Aaron Ortiz, uh, replace the uh, O's with zeros. Um, if you want to join in on the fun on the Thursday Night Flea Market, please do go to uh, patreon.com slash major wrestling figure podcast. Uh, sign up for the four ninety nine tier, and that allows you access into the Facebook group. It's one of the best groups in the world, man. It's a slice of heaven in there. It's like-minded people just helping each other out. And you get to join the flea market that we just talked about in this podcast. Awesome. Uh, that, that's all I have to put over. Uh, follow these guys on their socials, the Sunset Flip Radio. Exactly. The, the, dude, guys, this Thank has you. been a blast. Honestly, I could, I could have done this all night. Dude, yeah. absolutely, man. Hey, look, we'll have you back again. 
Fantastic, man. I, I definitely have more questions. Jeff, Jeff, I would love to ask you about your wrestling career at some point. That'd oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Hey, look, you're a Jersey guy, too. We'll make it a trip, bro. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That sounds good. Awesome. All right, bro. Thanks again for having us. Later, we'll man. Thank you for the soon. time. Appreciate right, it, Aaron. Thanks a lot, Aaron. Be easy. Take, right, it. Take it easy. Peace. So that was Aaron Ortiz with the Thursday Flea Market on the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. He is fan of the man. Christian. Fan of the <laughs> apparently fan of Christian, but I won't hold it against them. What an awesome! That was an awesome interview. Definitely, and um, definitely, yeah, Aaron's a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy, man. He hooked me up doing a bunch of uh, sponsorships with the Major Pod. Uh, did the live shows with him and everything like that. So Aaron's a stand-up dude. Yeah, awesome. Because remember, here on Texas Flip Radio, not just wrestling, we talk about other stuff: wrestling toys, wrestling figures. Yeah. It's not just a podcast, man. It's a community. Speaking of talking, well, we're going to be talking a lot more about wrestling now because, ladies and gentlemen, for the month of March, it is officially time for the wrestling satchel. Oh, shake it up. <laughs> oh, we're shaking the satchel. We're you, the and listener. I, and I think it's only fitting if Jeff takes the first Yeah, question. Jeff's going to take the first question. Remember, this is where you, the listener, determines what we talk about. All the questions are folded up. I know what they are, but I don't know what order they're coming in because I wrote them myself. So, Big Jeff Noise, Mr. Wonderful, go. gets the first pick. And so we're gonna we're gonna ask who it's from and the question, and we're gonna answer it. How right. big how big is Batista's dick? <laughs> uh, we got Franco eight two one. Yeah, on my buddy Instagram. Franco. There we go, Franco. Thank you for the question, Franco. Yep. Let's go. Did you guys own the WWE music CDs? If so, uh, what was the track you had on repeat? Oh geez. Uh, okay. <laughs> I said I was All gonna right. answer this one too. This is go a good ahead. question. You can close your eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> Again, again, that's the only useful thing in Christian is his themes. But anyway, um, I personally always had them. I liked the, um, what was it, volume one Four? or two was oh. the green one. Yes, yeah. yes, was, I was yep, about was to say that. Whichever was the green one was the freaking best. Yes. And I, as funny as it sounds, the one song that I would put Please on a lot. Please say it. It's probably not what you're thinking of, but I was always going with D'Lo Brown's theme. Wow. You're looking That's at the such a good song. Ooh, it is, bro. It sounds like I a zipper that. in the beginning. It's like <laughs> that. I don't know if it's like a... It's, it's like screeching. The, yeah. It's a screeching. Come on, man. For me, same album, Mr. Ass. The Mr. Uh, ass song. Oh, I'm an I'm ass man. man. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Yeah. That's man. mine. But but besides those, I also always I had the ECW soundtrack. Okay. I still have that CD. Harry Slash I'm friends with on Facebook. He always like, you know, posts about like the albums and stuff like Which that. Which is basically like metal Pantera. And, yeah, I mean yeah. for the most part it was mostly like original like it was all songs that were already popular but done by like other bands. So yeah, Bruce Dickinson for the band Iron Maiden doing the zoo the which Bruce, was like Bruce Dickinson. The Bruce Dickinson Bruce Dickinson did uh the zoo which was like for uh Bam Bam and then again like you know Mike Austin did it for like a minute before he had like his original theme wow, that's but crazy. um Bruce Dickinson. I used to love that song the zoo that song was fucking kick-ass but what do you got Alex I'm with you guys on that too I mean I'm, I'm just thinking of I, I I can't think of what CD was actually in my father's uh, CD player that we had like a, a, a Walkman because I had it and then I gave it to him and he was listening to it while he was working out downstairs this was when I was like 10 11 yeah. but like There's oh so my god much... they go back it's like the equivalent of jock jams you yeah, know what yeah. I mean yeah there was like forcible entry remember For- that one forcible <laughs> entry yep uh, reckless intent yes. that one so 
if we had I had to pick that one because again this is when they got to like more metal and actually mm-hmm. this was the era where they were using actual music. Yes. Um. So you had Batista's theme, oh, which is done that's by Saliva, such a banger. which is a uh, oh that that that'll make you drive that's off the banger, road man. and crush every whoever's walking. You're just seriously getting hit. that's a banger of yeah. a song. You would play that if you were driving. Uh, if you were playing a Grand Theft Auto Three. Yep. You'd play it. And it's and good hit. from the beginning when it hits to when he comes mm-hmm. out, when he does a little machine gun that's, thing. And all I picture when the song – every time – that's the best part of the theme music is you picture the entrance. Mm-hmm. And when he – Oh, my God. No, but, like, what's really cool about those – And then anything with Motorhead yeah. is great, oh, yeah. which is all Motorhead Triple H's is stuff. Motorhead favorite bands And ever. Evolution. Line in the Sand – by Motorhead yep. is fucking phenomenal. Oh hell yeah! Dude. Mm-hmm. Motorhead is the reason I have half my hearing. It was a loud concert, the loudest concert I ever been to. It was fucking insane. Although you know, you still really can't hear. Well, let me try to talk like that. <laughs> but it was really cool about like back in the day, like with let the music. Before we pull the next question, is like I remember when like when the when Batista would come out and like you see you see like, the little three D diagram of the CD in uh-huh. the corner, like forcible entry. Listen to this out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, out they would now. plug that. Now it's like. You don't see that. No, you don't. You don't see anything like that. Like, no. nothing like, oh, buying iTunes or whatever. You don't, and, but I do really enjoy CM Punk when he had Cult of Personality. Oh, that was of absolutely a total I liked, banger. I liked CM Punk's first song. Yeah, like, Kill Switch Engage. Kill Switch. That yeah. was sweet. I really, like, if we're going to talk about, like, the older era, I actually kind of liked the DX King of Rock. Uh, like mm-hmm. the King of Rock with, like, Run DMC. Yeah. That was cool. And Taz, when he had. Um, the uh, rap superstar with Cypress Hill. Wow, that was that was actually a pretty badass. Song. Best music was back in the day, and now it's all just generic shit. Yeah, totally. Next question on the satchel from my or brother. If, or if you're in NXT, that's all like metal. Oh yeah, metalcore, yeah. metalcore. Uh, yeah, uh, pop, poppy. What's her name? Mall metal. Yeah, poppy. Poppy. Yeah. 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 For my brother Anthony Pino, Bad Bunny is getting his Mania match. Who are your favorite celebrities who got a match in WWE? AEW or WCW. Oh, this is a late entry into the bag. I this see, is a late I entry into, into the bag. Satchel. I seen that. Yeah. Last night Celebrity matches. Um, I mean, if you really look at history of celebrity matches, I mean, I gotta say Pat McAfee did an awesome job in NXT. Dude, he did Dude, a great he job. It. He did an Both awesome times. job. Yeah. Um, he's a celebrity that actually worked his ass off in that. Yeah, match. I think I think he has a ring he, or something he, like that. He, I think he owns a ring. ring. Yeah. 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 I mean, yep. just. Cheers to him, man. He he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, cheers to him. But I mean, like, if I'm looking at the overall history of everything, like, I mean, you gotta you gotta go back to as far as like Mr. T. But I mean, uh, I mean, Pat McAfee's one for me. It's kind of embarrassing how we have people like Snooki and Maria Menounos and yeah, even Bad right. Bunny get a match. I mean, the Floyd May- Mayweather angle was good, but for me, it's definitely Pat McAfee. If I'm looking at wrestling in a yeah, reason why I watch it in the perspective of the art and sport of watching, you know, yes. Guys just go go at it, and he was he put his body on the line, his swanton yeah, totally. bombs and all this shit. So for me, it's Pat McAfee. I I'm gonna go with a new one also, and I'm gonna go with Shaq. I had a lot of fun with that Shaq, Cody, and uh, Jade and uh, uh, Red Velvet. Jade Cargo like, is. I'm she. surprised she was. I thought she was gonna be crap just because like I didn't like how she talked. Yeah. So I I kind of associate that with her wrestling ability she came in a ring she kicked ass she did so um she's built she's ridiculously shredded yeah like phenomenal shape uh and i really like red velvet too like mm-hmm. she's fun and you know i'm a cody mark but just that shack table spot bro you don't see these people taking that kind of shit and the, and, gener- like, the generous pat on the back too that. That, that was great but i was all about um 
all about Shaq, man. I thought that was really freaking nice. sweet. Big Diesel. And, and I love seeing Pete Rose getting tombstoned. Yeah, twice. <laughs> well, Alex, what about you? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that. That made me laugh. Um, <laughs> you know, as far as, like, celebrities and what did it, I mean, Pat McAfee, if, if, whoever's going to do it correctly and it be entertaining and actually work into the match and it's not a novelty, uh, hands down, Pat, yeah. uh, Pat McAfee, yeah. But, I mean, I'm surprised you guys didn't say your boy Lawrence Taylor. Well, yeah, and I'm joking when I say that. Of course, I love Bam Bam, but Jesus Christ! I mean, you know, it's we always have celebrities. We always get something every year. I mean, I'm I'm actually very curious to see what happens with this Bad Bunny thing this year. Um, He's been training, apparently. You know what? That's all I'll say about that. And trained him. Listen, I don't think I don't think it necessarily has to do with anything. Like who trained him? The fact that he's willing to do it versus some other celebrity who's coming in, like what was it? Uh, didn't Kevin Federline do something yeah. a long oh, time God, ago? Yeah. He got F. He got F five. He got F five, right? You know, no, so, he like, got a who just did it? Who didn't F-U'd. even know what the hell was going on? He just did it to do a paycheck yeah. versus Bad Bunny, who actually is putting in a little bit of the work. But Drew you got to give him a little a bit of respect. He was Drew yeah, Carey was. was in the Rumble. He came in. I mean, he's he definitely out. one of the worst, but yeah. I mean. Um, I mean, I would like to see Pat McAfee get another match. I'm sure that he'll have another. Yeah, match. I'm sure that you want to see Shaq. I mean, I think Shaq deserves another match. I mean, he didn't do a bad job. He didn't do a bad job at all. He threw we're a powerbomb. Not, not say Dude, David if anything, Arquette. Cody was worse because he no sold the powerbomb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's your guy. He's your guy. Yeah, that's your boy. I, I love Cody. Yeah. I, I'll call I, him I up. Just just keep I'll coming. Just keep coming down the center of the ramp, you scumbag. Scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's up, Alex? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, Alex is up. Jingle, jingle, jangle. Oh, side note, I was in BJ's today. Uh and giggity. Gig, giggity. <laughs> and the uh the theme song for Friends came on and I'm in the aisle and I do the the clapping. Yeah. And I'm like looking around, I'm like, nobody's gonna do it with me. I'm like, really? <laughs> like no hey, you scumbag. <laughs> so you got the clap from a BJ? <laughs> Gosh, next question. <laughs> well, then here. Although, no, I got it from your wife because apparently she sent in a question. <laughs> there you go, you fuck. <laughs> so from Miss uh, Satello here, Miss Marissa, uh, uh, what wrestler got the most ass in the locker room? <laughs> that would be my wife's question. <laughs> it would oh. be. Oh, I, got, I got a good answer. Do you want to go first? You want me to go? Oh, man. Uh. I don't know, but I heard some stories that like Batista's walking around with a fucking <laughs> hog. So you know, maybe I I would definitely say Batista probably ran through that entire locker room. Oh yeah, at the time like I know we all know that he banged Molina while he was married or while she was married to John Morrison. Yeah. So there's that. But also, I I would definitely say Batista, uh, Punk. Got around the locker room. Wow. That's so much for straight edge. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I thought straight edge, you were supposed to not be promiscuous, but he yeah. didn't give yeah, a shit. He not. fucked everybody. Well, he did at the at the end of the day. He still won the lottery, though. Lucky son. Oh, yeah. But also, New Jersey's own, uh, also I would say uh, Molina got a lot of dick. So. I'm gonna say one. I'm gonna anybody say, back in the day. I'm gonna say Sunny. Sunny. Oh, Sunny days. Oh God. Uh, Sunny had got a lot of guys. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, apparently Bret Hart. Uh, Chris Bret still Chris says Candida. no, but I don't believe him. Uh, allegedly. Come on, allegedly. allegedly. All right, Jimmy Snuka. 
Allegedly. <laughs> no, Jimmy Stuka killed a girl. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Sonny railed every guy. Allegedly. Apparently. And, apparently. Apparently. And uh, Ric Flair. Uh, I mean, we didn't even mention I mean, Ric Flair. I didn't I mean, want... He's I figured it was a no-brainer. Numbers. It, this should have been, who gets the uh, Ric Flair award for the most <laughs> out of the locker room? I think that's how I would have phrased the, the Rick, The Ric Flair award, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Right. And, uh, you know, we know Paige has... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's Jesus. video proof of that. Yeah. Um, so that was, wow. Thanks, sweetie. That was a great question. <laughs> well, oh, great! She's I on the midnight train to Georgia. <laughs> Anthony Pino, besides Christian, who, who else was a rider of coattails? Oh, jeez. Christian. Oh, this is easy. Christian's number one. Marty Janetti. Well, all right. Oh, Marty no, Janetti no, is number Gennetti one. Marty Janetti just caught you the can. end of it. Like you know, like he he was just there. Marty Jannetty was an intercontinental and a tag team champion. He was. Yeah, yeah. Christian was fucking WWE champion. <laughs> so oh, here you want to talk about but he, riding on a coattails? Yeah, okay. but he was gifted uh, a championship. He was gifted. But but I mean, definitely Marty. More was more so one. coattails. You think so? I mean. yeah, yeah. Marty would be nothing without Shawn Michaels. That's true. Fucking well. party, Marty. I have so many stories about Marty Jannetty, bro. We could you do met a him? whole episode. Dude, I worked like 20 shows with him. Oh, so, really? So did he kill that person? Did he dress up Allegedly. as a rocker? Oh, when he, did he wrestle? Dude, the f- I went to a seminar with him and he showed up in jeans. <laughs> seminar for like, what? what the fuck? A wrestling seminar. And, and <laughs> he just rolled up in jeans. One th- what is he supposed to wear? You're in the ring training with everybody, uh, not jeans. That's what you mean, seminar. I picture yeah. like sitting at like the Holiday Inn no, banquet no, room. No, he had like all the workers seminar? around. Oh, okay. Like all the workers were there. We, I've done a, I did a ton of those. Eating seminars. the cold chicken marsala. Yeah. <laughs> oh guys, try the chicken fingers. These are delicious. This is oh, the only food I'm getting this week. Yeah. Right. Fucking. Oh my. Please remind me to tell Marty stories another time. Right, we we have time for this. Marty. Uh, coattails. I mean, uh, X Pac. I'm sorry, six X Pac. Oh, yeah. He rode it all the way to the Hall of Fame. Captain Lackey, Twice. all Twice. the way to the Hall of Fame. Twice. What do you think yeah. of two time Hall With of Famers? NWO, you think of right. you think of who? You think of Ric Flair. You think of Booker T. You think of all these guys that have world champions, and then you think of Sean Waltman, aka X Pac, aka Six, aka One Two Three Kid, the biggest fucking lackey in the sport of professional wrestling, wow. in my opinion. Tell him Ride how the you coattails. Feel. Jeff's looking at me saying, "Well, you know, he wrestled good matches." But yeah, but putting the, putting the good matches aside, I really can't think. I hate him. He, I know. I despise I this man because the fact that he just rode. He he sucked off Hogan and Triple H wow. and Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels <laughs> and everybody suck else off Hogan on his from way the up. Back? Probably just yeah. just well, you know that's how he got the name Six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any way you put it, you can say it in thirty-seven different languages. X Pac is the one, in my opinion, fucking leader of the coattails, hands down. I'm I, sorry. I agree. Definitely. Wow, I don't, I don't think leader of it, but for me, he's he, he's he's the leader in the clubhouse for me, definitely. Yeah, Alex, you got anybody? No, no, no it's one. Good with, question. No one with serious hate like you guys. I mean, yeah. Jesus, I just can't stand him. The, the, the stand. I'm trying to think of other promotions, like because like, like other honestly, people, you know, just when he came out and crotch chopped in a circle around, you know, yeah, like, and he, he jumped up and down. And bam, yeah, bam, 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 that's all yeah. he did. And he dressed up as Mark Henry in a very bad way, but that's another question for another era. What about Barry Windham? Uh, 
anybody the, who was in AKA, and out AKA of the, uh, the stalker. This, you know, he was. Do, the, don't you think he was kind of like a coattail? Kind here's of one. What about Stevie Ray? Um, yeah. That's tough because remember he was in NWO, but Harlem uh, Heat. They he were so nothing. good no, together. No, I think I. Was he really any good with that Booker T? And you gotta say, what about Jim the Anvil? Yeah, and that's uh, yeah. I see, when totally you start know. diving deep into yeah. tag teams, yeah. it's like you either there's always one. We all yeah. we all know that there's plenty. There's shining definitely examples. always. I mean, I name a tag team where two guys have had both successful singles careers. I, as much as I am the biggest Dudley Dudley Bloodly Boy Lee Boy Moy Mark, Devon didn't have the run like Bubba did. Exactly. Yeah, Devon was bully but Devon, Devon was phenomenal all around. So yeah. I don't consider him a guy that like he he's an outlier on, that, on this question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't like. He didn't. He needed Bubba, but mm-hmm. Bubba needed Devon. Matt Hardy then. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah. They, I mean, kind of. Well, I, I mean, mean they Matt like Hardy, up until it, recently with the whole broken gimmick, you know, Matt Hardy kind of Hardy, sucked. he was over, very over an impact, man. He the was. Whole delete, yeah, he, you know again, what I mean? I didn't have the uh, antennas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I mean, we can we can dissect this TV question by writing coattails. I mean, you can basically, I mean, look at every tag team. Yeah. I mean, like, with the exception of, like, maybe, like, Demolition, we have Axe and Smash, who had, all, who had all their success as tag team wrestlers. LOD also. Yeah, LOD. I mean, um, it's just, it's kind of sad sometimes when we had to talk about how these great tag teams, one of them has to ride yeah. the coattails of the other. Yeah. So, next question on the satchel. That's a fun question. Good question. Like From Jason Tulloch. The man. Selling the stunner. Is it an art form? Practice <laughs> makes perfect. Who did it the best and why? Beer and The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and they actually just put that snippet up this week because of the 316 week that they were celebrating uh, last week. Excuse me. <laughs> the, the who is The Rock and the why, why was the beer. buying the drinks. It, it's as simple as that. <laughs> that was it, man. It's so funny to see people answer. that can't take the stunner the right way. And now, so yeah. yes, thank you, uh, Linda McMahon, but I don't oh, expect God. her to. Donald Trump. But Donald yeah. Trump, again. Doughy shit. Yeah. So. Vince originally. Oh, I mean, God. It, it takes yeah. a minute yeah. to get used to it, and then once it starts getting slapped, but we're on talking all the time, about pe- like we talked about people that aren't like completely trained workers. Correct, correct. You know? So right. I mean, I haven't seen a trained worker take it like ass. Um, I did. Although, I do remember although Scott Hall is up there for one of the better ones too, which oh, again yeah. was jumped embellished. The... Oh, I'm sure that he got a lot of fucking drinks for that. Oh one. yeah, I'm sure that put Austin broke and tried to get Scott Hall drunk. Xavier Woods sold his at WrestleMania 32. Oh, sold a lot in, of uh, So he he sold it the way everybody was back in the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I totally appreciate that because I got it. Yeah. Right away, I knew what he was doing, yeah. and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the one time I think I think it was AJ Styles where he sold it, got up. That was a Matt Square Garden. Yeah, yeah, and like and then he like went over the rope afterwards. <laughs> yeah, to like, after the fact, oversold the shit out of that. Yeah, but that was entertaining. But, I mean, and yes, one hundred percent, it's an art form. It is. Yeah, you gotta you gotta sell the stunner because if you don't know how to sell the stunner, then like it's you're all, not, you're not really remember. It's, like it's the all, top it, finish of all time. Yeah, yeah. Remember, like one of. Did you watch? Oh, speaking of uh, Stone Cold, did you guys watch the Randy Orton sessions? Were didn't really, didn't watch it yet. It was amazing, dude. I amazing. I, I have so much right more now, respect for Randy Orton because I heard he was a jerk. He might still kind of be that man. But did that the biggest turnaround that didn't make it seem like it. He did the biggest. Oh, he was a douche back in the day, and he oh, well, completely. he talked about it. You yeah. gotta watch it when we're he done was, here. He shit in Molina's purse. 
Oh, so he did. He was the one who shit in. Yeah, he was shitting in purses. <laughs> like right. Randy was a dickhead, and and, and the, you hear a story about him shitting in purses, he and did? then you hear a yeah. story about when Darren Young came out of the closet. Randy walked up to Darren and said, "If anybody gives you shit over this, you tell me. I will take care of them." Yeah, for you. like he hugged him, accepted him. Like yep. it was amazing. I never would have yeah, thought that's a that's, good that's guy, out Randy there. That's Orton. Known. Yep. Like Randy is such a good person, like going and like checking everything out. And he it said it, it, for me. it came after a while. Like, you know, he was doing yeah. some extracurricular shit back in the day, which he didn't yeah. dive into, uh, yeah. but we yeah. all can probably Drugs. Google it. We all know what that was. Yeah. And he said that was his low point and from there on yeah. just turned it up. And basically like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, like yeah. oh, oh, oh eight, he said. Yep. Yeah. Is yeah. where everything went uphill. Uh, for him, in, and, and, and you know what? Way. God bless him. Good for him because yeah, he's, he's had he a, a phenomenal. His ass his whole he's going to be a two-time Hall of Famer, absolutely. With Evolution yeah. and him by himself, and he Could said be a three-time. And when it, rated right RKO off, also, yeah. yeah, right off the top. That's of, when they're desperate. Though. Of the uh, yeah, that's a desperation. <laughs> that's desperation move. of that uh, of but that show, the Stone Cold, um, you know, the Stone Cold show. He was talking about yeah, I know I was given these opportunities because my father, and yeah. I, I realize that every single time. The fact that he came out and he said that, and you know, everybody knows. And he said it. He admits it. He knew he shouldn't have, but he did. Yeah. And he, you know, and he just went with it. You know, you get my respect there, that, too, you know. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Moving Dray-tone on. Draytone is diving into the satchel Dray-tone, now. Draytone, oh, Talib said what's up, by the way. Oh, I saw him today. I had to give him a case of spring mix because he forgot to get one. Oh, jeez. Love you to live. Anthony Ferretti. Mm. Question is for Jeff. As a performer, as a, a huge male performer, no, <laughs> it just says as a performer. He ain't lying. Uh, where did you like to be placed on the card? Opening, closing, etc. So it's really strange. Um, being an independent wrestler, you... <laughs> A lot of times people want to jerk the curtain and work early so they could go home. Uh, I didn't like that at all because I always... You're invested in the show. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and more often than not, I wrestled the names on the bill, so I was the main event. Uh, but with going with that, I had that mindset of, I'm the fucking main eventer. Mm-hmm. People are here to see me, not just the name. Like, people are still here to see me. Like, plain and simple. You have to have that mentality. Otherwise, why are you doing this? Right. You like, have to have some sort of, like, a, a selfish kind of thing. And and I mean that in, if in you, the best way. If you way, don't you know have I mean? the mentality of people are there to see you, then what the fuck are you even there for? Right, right. You know? So I liked working the second half of the show regardless. Like, because there's always intermission in Be- indie shows. Because there, there's yeah, a, there's a, a buildup of something, mm, you know? 10, 20 minutes, you know, sometimes. There's a buildup of sorts. All right, you yeah. get the second half. Now I know we're going to get rolling. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, too, I would... It's just a matter of card. If you understand yeah. wrestling and the way the card is built, mm-hmm. no matter WWE, AEW, to Joe Schmo doing it at the fucking Brick Armory yeah. or something, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a formula <laughs> for that. Yeah. Of how the card is built. We all a know what the last map too, normally is. A lot of times, too, when I work shows like that, is we would do storytelling, because otherwise they don't know who the hell is going to wrestle and when. They yeah. don't even know if that guy showed up or not, yeah. for the most part, because card's subject to change, brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah. right. That's the but, biggest thing in, in a yeah. professional wrestling. So a lot of times I would open the show to cut a promo for the main event. 
Like I would come out and start talking junk, and then like you know Tommy Dreamer, you know Kevin Atchison will come out. It's a show. It's entertainment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I loved being the main event or the second half of the card. Either way, because yeah. the crowd is still hot, and if they want to be there, they're still gonna be. So there, you want to so. be the night two WrestleMania sort of deal, mm-hmm. pretty much. Right. Pretty much, yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've wrestled in every single spot on a card. Yeah, you got to earn your keep. Yeah. You know, you I've, I've, I've jerked the curtain, which was fine. Beca- and when you mean jerking cur- the curtain The very first what? match. Got it. You're the very first match. But with that, you need to be hot. Because otherwise, the people are going to be. You're jerking them off. <laughs> Kurgan. You're but jerking like, off Kurgan. <laughs> but if, you're, like, uh, if the first match sucks, where do you go from there? Because the crowd is dead. So if you have the first match, you got a responsibility too, man. Yeah, you got to kick some ass. You got to set the tone. Exactly. Maybe that's why we noticed that in like tag recent matches. WWE programming, they got away from the tag match, and we yeah. see uh, like at um, at Extreme Rules when uh, Drew McIntyre and AJ opened. Yep. You know what I mean? We're starting to see more, uh, and Drew and Goldberg opened last year. Well, the WrestleMania that we were at. It was Lesnar against Rollins. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get the crowd hot. And, you know, I mean. Oh, they got him. They, they got him hot right there. But, oh, yeah. But Brock wanted to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he, wanted, to he wanted to go home. Whoever asked that question, you get Anthony 10% Ferretti. off. You get 10% off at Noise Toys. Anthony Ferretti. Anthony Ferretti. He wants Excellent to come on question. the show. He wants to come on the show. He's a big wrestling guy. He lives okay. in Howell, too. Okay. He wants to come on. Like, he's been asking me a couple of times. He wants to come on. He can come on. Anthony, you're more than welcome on the show. You're on a show and 10% off at Noise Toys. There you go. Damn, I don't even get 10%. That's an honor, Anthony. <laughs> Good job. All right, what do we got? Anthony Pino. <laughs> I think my brother Anthony had like three questions. <laughs> What's your wrestling-related dream job? Not necessarily yes. in the Excellent ring. Excellent question. I can't wait to yeah. answer this. But maybe book a rumble, call a main event match, or commentary, etc. I mean, for me, it is to be the wrestler because... I've done it. I love it. It's all I ever want to do. But I would also like to... I I still want to be a wrestling personality. So this is something You want to be that, like a producer? I, I want to be like how Brother Love had a show or Piper's yeah, Pit. got it. That's what I want. I want my own wrestling-related talk show mm. to do something mm-hmm. like that. That is the dream for That's me. That's good. That's awesome. That's good. I think that would be badass. I mean, right now, I'm trying to make this uh, my wrestling-related dream job where I can talk about wrestling for the the rest of my life. But honestly... um, Well, we keep talking about Christian slander. I don't think any of us are going to get signed (laughs) to anything. Um, Not in the ring. I mean, I would love to actually be a manager like how Bobby the Brain was. Wow. Whereas you had not just one guy, but you had your own group, your own... It was a stable, stable, but it wasn't a stable that was really brought out in the forefront only when it needed to be. And then he also did commentary with, with Gorilla. Like, that's the kind of... I wanted to be somebody like that, that kind of personality. Like, be a, a phenomenal heel manager and at the same time um, be like a commentator for, you know, matches and that kind of stuff. That's an excellent answer. Yeah. Again, still wrestling related, you know, you're yeah. still working it and, you know, you're a part of the overall product and how it comes out. You know, <laughs> it's pretty good. 
<laughs> What's a fucking what? I can't even look at you. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> he said it loudly. So, Jeff. So, right now, Jeff went through. <laughs> <laughs> fucking A. Jesus Christ. Oh, Todd's so, got to collect himself, guys. So, Holy shit. So, Jeff went to go to the bathroom and not say anything. Like, Alex is trying to talk. And, like, at the same time, like. Yeah, you don't want dead air on the air. <laughs> he's, he's standing I'm a professional. It was kind of funny. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just trying to, like, talk while he's trying to get in. I mean, shit, stop laughing at me. I mean, I, you know, I got to move out of the way somehow. I'm the gatekeeper over here yeah, by the fucking right door. Yeah, you're right. What, what's your uh, answer to this question? My dream job would be to be part of the ring crew. Oh, wow. And to set up the ring and to turnbuckles. Awesome. I want to be the guy that you seen on yesterday's show, right? Setting up for Miz's segment just to set up the stuff. And because that that's the real legwork there. And if not, I want to be a cameraman. Because it's all about the angles, too. Yeah, If you're is. not catching the right angle, let's say when Randy's trying to give you a facial expression, and which he's also getting cues from the guys in the truck, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, kudos to those guys, too. But I'd like to be the cameraman. <laughs> I, I started pissing myself when you went to the bathroom oh, because <laughs> he had to stand up. And, again, here in Sons of Radio, we, do no, uh, we don't do a lot of takes. Even though sometimes my computer shits the bed for like a minute and, you know, you may hear like a little... Um, break like, action, like a little break yeah. in the action for like a split second. But if you're really a true listener, like really look for that shit. Yeah, but Jeff went to use the bathroom and Alex is hunched over the. <laughs> Jeff's trying to go around him. <laughs> Jeff's back, everybody. Hi. Yeah. Happy no. Piss. No, no, but, but Alex, I, ahead, Alex. I said that I wanted to be part of the ring crew. I wanted to set that up. I wanted to be. I wanted to be the roadie. Just to to get. That's where the real I've shit set goes up my down. Fair you know? share of rings. It's uh, it's kind of it's kind of cool actually. Like setting up the ring, it's like fascinating. Yeah, listen, I mean, it's all it starts with you. If you don't set it right, if you don't turn the rope enough, they're not going to get that thing. The you see the wrestlers first, trying to run the ropes before the show starts. The mm-hmm. very first Monster Factory Pro Wrestling match. <laughs> we're we're in the ring training, and we uh, one of the guys, I think it might have been uh, Damian Priest, runs off the ropes, top rope breaks. Ooh, completely breaks. One of the dudes that and it's go, not like a break; it's like an explosion. Oh yeah! In all four was, corners, like pew. it was insane. Wow! And um, one of the guys that like um, Moose Moretti, who he was like an indie guy for like a long time, he went and got like a soldering, <laughs> like you know, a bunch of like uh, you know, some kind of machinery. He rigged it, and he rigged it so that we could actually work because not only did the top rope break one of the uh like metal bars underneath the ring freaking oh broke too. wow so but it just goes to show you that you know we're all professionals because we went out there we busted our ass and we did a pretty damn good first show and actually steve austin put us over on uh twitter and everything about it because you know he has a good relationship with uh danny cage who's the owner of monster factory and he was like oh i heard that uh you guys had a tough uh, show, but congratulations to you guys for going out there and doing everything. But it yeah. goes if somebody just got overzealous and fucked up setting up the ring. But See? we went out there and still crushed it. See? And that's where it starts. I could break you or I can make you. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy that I had to wrestle was like tiny and everything. And the finish was supposed to be him doing an acid drop. What you was know, it? The, uh... Uh... <laughs> Was it Damien Demento's brother? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> what was his name? Danny DeMonte. Danny DeMonte. No, no, it wasn't him. It was uh, uh, 
Mike Reed was his name, who he did like a lot of ROH work. Okay. But, uh, you know, he was supposed to do Spike Dudley's acid drop and everything. And, you know, he couldn't use the top rope, so I had to do it off the second rope and everything. <laughs> Jeez. So. Next question from Franco821 on Instagram. What's your favorite wrestling video game of all time? This yes. is a great question. Um, Ooh, my favorite of all time is WrestleMania, the arcade game. But wow. um, if I had to pick one like for a Which console. Which is expensive. Have you tried to Google it to try to buy it? No. It's expensive. Yeah. If I had to pick one for a console, I'm going to go with WrestleMania 2000. Okay. which is the N64 the, black cartridge one. game. Yep. Cuz you get to build With your the own green character. Logo like yeah. it's written, yeah. My my guy had Yeah, a, it had to build your own he character. He had he had a he had a blue stone cold shirt with with blue rock sideburns and jet blue hair. That was <laughs> him. Bring the pain was good. Um was Smackdown that Smackdown? Smackdown versus Raw yep. was great. Like, that was the that one was with the Brock Lesnar like, on it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was like the first game where you had like the really in-depth create a wrestler, yeah. story modes, everything like that. That was great. And every time your mom would walk in during the Trish Stratus cutscene. Was that you who posted that? <laughs> I think yeah. I shared that. Uh, yeah, that always happened. Yeah. Um, but when are you watching? Oh, nothing, for, mom. <laughs> right. Uh, that I left game, the sock I agree. on the door. All right. But, but uh, for me, I'm going with the uh, Super Nintendo uh, WWF Royal Rumble. That's a good one. Oh, too. wow. That one was a wow. lot of fun. Uh, basically, I'm, I like yeah, the just old going around choking games. people and hitting perfect plexes. Yes. I like the old school games a lot. Yeah, a button yeah. smasher. Yeah. yeah. It's you can't just, go wrong with a button smasher. I mean, right I like now there's so much. I mean, the, the detail. There's a new Ninja Turtle crazy. game coming out, by the way, Ooh. that mocks the, uh, the side scroller. Yeah. My brother told me about it. I was like, oh, I got to get it. Bro, I love it's like exactly the same. I'm like, yeah. holy shit! That's awesome. Turtles in Time is like, oh yeah, oh baby. God. That and X Men and the Simpsons. Simpsons, Simpsons yeah. Battletoads is oh, good, but yeah, hard. Dude. All that stuff, dude. It's just perfect. Yeah, love it. Yeah, mine was Bring the Pain. So going back to WWE games, um, oh, the SmackDown games were the SmackDown versus Raw games were pretty good. Like yeah. the mid 2000 games were. Like on another level, and what also wasn't bad was the WCW game for N sixty four. The two of them, the WCW NW... Revenge and World Tour. World Tour was World really Tour was good. very good because yeah. the move set was so easy. Yeah, and there was a lot of different moves you can do, and the Revenge was awesome too. Yeah, because you got to like... hit the Z button on the back <clears throat> of the N sixty four controller. Yeah, and like for your special, yeah, like that said special, and you just did like a hard grapple, and you toggled the little stick, <laughs> and you did your special. Do you guys so remember easy. the first Raw game, like the first WWE game? Yeah. Like, you know, came out like around the Attitude Era. That yeah, was that like, one was awesome. I had that on bootleg PlayStation discs. Like, WWF Warzone, was it? Warzone. I had that for uh, 64. They did a ECW game that was like that, too. They actually did two ECW video games. Uh, just a regular one and then uh, Anarchy Rules. Those were really fun. It was exactly like that game, though. Did you ever hear the Backyard Wrestling video game? Yeah. Oh, my God. I it it's called ICP Backyard Wrestling. Uh, was it made, like, Pretty sure within ICP the last 15 it. years? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, I've like, for those. Xbox yep. or something like that, yeah. yeah like, the first, like, the front cover was a I think guy, it was like... 2000, 2001. The front cover was, like, a guy jumping into, like, a flaming table. It's like, just Backyard <laughs> Wrestling. I was like, uh, how stereotypical can we get with this game right for now? Sure. So, great question, Franco. That was a very, very good question. Franco, Franco is the champ right there. What's up, Franco? All right, Chris Barnes on Facebook writes, Who is your favorite current WWE uh, superstar, and why is it Matt Riddle? (laughs) (laughs) 
So much hate towards so Jeff in this episode today. Everybody hates me. Uh, I'm the heel. Oh, jeez. Favorite. See, this is funny because we always talk. We always talk so much shit. And we talk about this <laughs> and, podcast. And why is it Matt Riddle after yesterday's uh, run in with Sheamus that that got me? Yeah, uh, so obviously that, that made me laugh. Obviously, we're and what have... he was talking to Nakamura about, I think on Sunday I love before Nakamura his match, cracked me up. Obviously, we're gonna have Sheamus versus Riddle and a Mania, but um, I gotta go Lashley here. As of right now, my favorite right now. I'm weird as like a wrestling fan. Like I always love Cesaro and. I'll always love the fiend, but like you know, like I'm kind of like you know, do it for me now at the moment. Yeah. So right now, it's uh, I would say Lashley, best the best character of his career right now. It's him. He's hitting everything, number one on everything, and you can see what the 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 fraction between the hurt business is. Something's coming out of that. Oh yeah, you seen that yesterday yeah. where he said to everybody in the back, he basically went to all the jobbers, yeah, and said, "Listen, it's like bring me his head, yeah. pretty much, and then you get a title shot." In layman's term, that's yeah. like exactly. What so I'd for me, to, it's for I me would it's love Bobby. to see a legit match of Drew Gulak and Bobby Lashley. Oh god, <laughs> like, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Drew Gulak versus uh, Daniel Bryan match we got. That was I think awesome. It was, what last awesome. year? That was Drew awesome. Gulak is a great wrestler. He is very, very good from wrestler. Philly, I think too. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Why is it Matt Riddle? <laughs> it's not Matt Riddle. Uh, Barnes, you bitch. I love you. <laughs> You're still the man. Um, I I'm gonna go with Sami Zayn. Mm. Okay, I'm a big Sami Zayn guy. He's I always have been. Excellent, like crazy heel work. It's which is yeah. It's delightfully fun. It it's is delightfully ridiculous. And because I, every time he comes out, I'm sorry to cut you off. He's like, all you say to yourself is like, oh come on, what is it this yep. time? Yeah. How exactly. did they screw you? Out? I love the conspiracy something up with Owens now. It's fun. Oh, I knew it was coming when yeah, he, yeah. When oh, he yeah. super kick. I was like, or he hit him with a hell of a kick. Yeah. I was like, yeah. he he's gonna be able to jump off the ship. This Those year. are my two. Those well, are my two with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. That's tough because that's Kevin Owens is next level. What yeah. you said about the ship, the ship I heard is in the background for the entrance. Shame. They'll find a way. No, find a no, way. I don't, don't think, think so? I don't think they're going to use the ship because I think the stage is blocking the ship. Because if you look at that's if a, you look at the stadium, if you look at the stadium where the entrance ramp what do you is, have a ship for then? the <laughs> ship is kind of like to the right of the goalpost. If you're looking at the football field. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of be like right in the area where they enter. So right, I mean, we would all be backstage yeah, stuff anyway. Yeah. That so sucks. I think the ship Why didn't is you not going to be used. around. I don't know. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, that's pretty I, dumb. it. Probably would have been a long way to get over there, but still, yeah. like fuck. And and they, they better, we'll see. They we'll better, see. They better have a good Let, let's hope. This stage too. But um, to answer the question, I um, Kevin Owens. Uh, I love me Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. but if I had to answer the question, I'm going with uh, Finn Balor over there, looking at him on the wall. Okay. Yeah. Can't forget about the guys in NXT. Here. Yeah, Finn Balor is doing well, crazy I mean, stuff right now. I think he's gonna I lose love, though. But go ahead. No, it, writing's yeah. on the wall. He's losing. That's fine because I love Karrion Cross. But go ahead. The, I love the interaction between him and Karrion Cross, and I, I, I said it to myself before, like seconds after, uh, before it happened. You know, he's watching the the shit go down between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, and. You can see, you can always kind of tell what's being set up by the camera angle. See, this is where I say yeah. camera guy gets a lot of the credit too. Yeah, big time. Without because you've seen him kind of, you felt like there was a presence, and it was. And he said before turning around, "What took you so long?" Yeah. Turns around and there's Carrying Cross. Great television right there. Yeah. Absolutely great television, and I think they cut it off, but he gave him the finger guns right in the face. 
too mm-hmm. afterward that you can yeah. catch on like the network. The or best, online. the best thing that, that they did for his career was to put him back in NXT. And luckily for him, opinion. that they did. Yeah. Because yeah. as we know, guys, we didn't touch on this. Andrade's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Asked for his release last week, and then they finally granted it with no compete clause. Mm-hmm. So he, he's immediately able so he, to the sweepstakes to of who's going to win his services is going to be. Yeah, he's going AEW. Uh, I don't know about that. I think I. Eh, you think so? The Ring of Honor. Where maybe, do you think he's going to go? Maybe Mexico. Ev- maybe eventually. Yeah. Who want to stay in America with Charlotte? AEW. You think who to AEW? They film in Florida. And so does yeah. Let, let's not ignore them. Uh, my favorite. Over in AEW, I'm gonna go with Britt Baker. She's awesome. Uh, she's phenomenal, and I I do love me some uh, Luchasaurus. Okay, uh, I thoroughly enjoy Lu- Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Yeah, he's tall as shit too. <laughs> and uh, for TNA, I'm going with Moose. Oh, Moose, Moose. is awesome. He, did he just win the belt? Yeah, the two belts. No, or or there's Rich a there's Swan a match. Is the, Rich Swan is, is the, the champion, the double yeah. champ, and they're yeah. gonna combine yeah. them, right? Okay, got it. Because I know um, that they wrestled last week. Yeah. If we had to dive into yeah. other promotions, I like Chris Bay a lot in Impact. Oh yeah. And if I had to pick someone from AEW, I like a lot of guys in AEW. I really like Ray Phoenix. I really like Hangman Adam Page. Ray Phoenix is great. Um. As far as the women, I mean, I, you got to give it to Britt Baker. I really like Thunder Rosa, too. Hiroko is nice. I mean, there's a lot of great talent. And, like, I'm not going to say fucking, like, you know, the, the whatever they call the Boring Bucks. The Revival or the Young Bucks. I mean, MJF's awesome. But, I mean, definitely in AEW, I'm going to go Ray Phoenix and Hangman. I, I, I like Hangman since he first got there. So, I'm going to say him. But, no, that was a great question. Good question. Uh, Chris Barnes, thank you. Chris Barnes, thank you. Jeff, you're up. Yeah, way to go, Barnes. <laughs> Barnes and Noble. That would be a great tag team name, by the way. <laughs> Him and Jamie Jr. Noble. Yeah. <laughs> All right. we're, more than, we're more than just great books. <laughs> Ed Carrier. Turn the page. Man, I... Ed. All these high school memories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please explain the Apollo Crews versus Big E match from Fastlane. Um, Trainwreck. Shitstorm. First thing that comes Dumpster to mind. Dumpster fire. Uh, drizzling shits. Yeah. Drizzling shits. Um, lackluster letdown. Letdown is probably the biggest uh, explanation. I think it was just a cheap way for them to have another match, but they didn't need that. They could have had a DQ by Apollo. They could have what they could have done is just run another injury angle and then just do this at WrestleMania, just let it go for a couple more weeks. I think they want. I mean, everyone knows it's going to be coming at WrestleMania, but I mean, I think what that match really defined was. So they're going to need four or five matches now. No, they'll, they'll have one at Mania. I no, think, I'm I, saying, yeah. but like total, like come on. Yeah, this is four now. Yeah, but I think this match really defines how desperate of a plea that the WWE is trying to make a sh- to stretch storyline. <laughs> Yeah. You're, you're taking two mid-card guys because they technically are mid-card guys and you're stretching this out where you can just do something so easy as even even if Big E got the pin and Apollo beat the crap out of him or even if Apollo got over on him and Big E won in front of the fans, you can do that. But instead you have a botch finish, which I, I, I try to explain to Ed that it really wasn't a botch finish because it was a small package and then re- reversed by Big E. If you look at it, his shoulders. Yeah, he, he, so, and that's why the count shifted from one two to one two three. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and funny note though. on that is the uh, the uh, the referee Jessica Carr, I think her name is. She got the hell out of dodge. Oh, yeah, she, she booked did. right out of the ring. She after did. That it's too, just boy. they're both too big a guys to do that kind of spot for. It yeah. Just yeah. They're both too jacked. It doesn't make sense. 
All right. A question from my lovely wife, Christine Lisi. What is the worst WrestleMania main event of all time? Mm. This question gets this question gets asked a lot. I don't want to say it. Um, you want to say? Um, I don't want to say it, but we know what it is. It's LT and Bam Bam. It could be Yoko Hulk Hogan. No, no. Okay, I'm gonna say. Okay, no, I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna say wait. this. Yeah, no. I mean, because technically, yeah. technically, it was the main it event. Was. Yeah. I'm gonna say the worst main event of WrestleMania was Sid with Sid Justice against Hulk Hogan WrestleMania Eight. Oh. Now, if you look back yeah, at WrestleMania Eight, if you look back at WrestleMania Eight, the only thing that you remember is Bret Hart winning the IC belt against Roddy Piper in probably the match of the night. And in my opinion, it was. Um, kind of the birth of the undertaker at wrestlemania where he beat jake the snake at the kicking out of two ddts that's it's very underlined in his career at wrestlemania but that main event was complete garbage to as far as when papa shango missed the cue to go out yeah and just <laughs> ruined everything and the warrior was billed to get brought back and it was supposed to be a tag match with shango and sid against hogan and warrior set up for the next pay-per-view but what happened was papa shango got like the shit on the stick and you know Vince McMahon said basically fuck you and all this stuff so I mean he said that, fuck you yet hired him for another like 20 years yeah but I mean that that mania main event was just pure garbage I mean if you want to watch bad wrestling you watch the Wrestlemania 8 from front from front to back and it's kind of sucks for me as a lifelong Gorilla Monsoon fan that that was the last mania that he called because Wrestlemania 9 he did like the intro and then it was given to Jim Ross that was his first event in WWF was Wrestlemania 9 but for me, the Mania uh, Eight main event is definitely the worst. Dude, it ended in a DQ. It did. Like, how, how do you how do you end WrestleMania? How do you end a WrestleMania with a DQ? You're supposed to send them home happy. Right, that ain't doing it. Garbage. Man. Wow. That ain't so, doing it. That's a good point, though. That match sucked. Yeah, it did. Main event. Mm. Sid sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty shitty. Uh, I'm trying to think. Go ahead, Jeff. Oh. I, I mean, I, Tom. Tom's one really took the cake. I mean, yeah. I, that the simple really, fact that it's like you hit all of them. Now, I, some I, I, some people a, some people say Taker reigns from Orlando thirty three. That was pretty damn lackluster. Some people say that because, but that's hard because you have a guy in Roman Reigns who's trying to carry the match and he's doing his best against Undertaker, who who knew that he shouldn't be in that match. It's not the worst, but I mean, it, it's, it's not probably the, it, it's not the worst. The it doesn't five. it doesn't help. Knowing what we know now, yeah. a couple years after the fact that there were more matches, yeah. um, so that doesn't really help. I mean, there's another but... one that we can say. I mean, I think we can say um, WrestleMania 18 of Triple H and Jericho, where everybody knew that it was supposed to be Rock Hogan main event. Rock and Hogan main event of that mania. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. I mean, how do you, how do you follow that? Who, exactly. Whoever booked it, which I'm curious. Who to booked say... this crap? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They, so. they did the flim flam and totally didn't work. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. No, I think that's it. I right. can't yeah. even answer that question. <laughs> any, any of those are... Any of those. Go ahead. We're down to five questions left in this agile. All right. Anthony again. Anthony Pino. <clears throat> who wrote this? Somebody has nice handwriting. I did. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, who do you think was held back by who they were paired with or stuck in someone's shadow? Okay. So, so this similar, is kind of... Similar question This is to... similar, but someone that was held back. Ooh, who never got the glory? Who never got the opportunity because the other person shined? I mean, you can almost say the answers to the other question 
are the answers to this question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but Marty would no, know. No, well, well, Stevie I mean, Ray. and I mean, those guys wouldn't have been, like, top-tier talent. Like, you got to think of who could have had top... You know what? I'll say I got Billy Gunn. Yeah, he was an IC champ. He could have been. I feel I thought like he, he could had have more been a lot shine. better. I thought. Well, yeah, I thought he had more shine. In oh, more he was ten shine. times better than Road Dog. Oh, I think 100%. Road Dog's garbage. Yeah. In my but head. Billy Gunn was a great wrestler, and he was. He, he was held back because he couldn't fucking talk. And like being in DX, you would think he would be able to talk, but not at all. No. But I mean, yeah. he was such a good wrestler that like really kind of like was outshined, obviously, by Triple H. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and he did have a good run. But you feel like a guy like that could have gone farther. I think like uh, I think about Crime Time, Shad and uh, JTG. Either Shad or could go was, either way. I mean, so right, Shad was Shad. a great big guy, man. I it still hurts, man. Yeah, that yeah, still sucks. hurts. It's been he, about a such year. Such a and tragic story. Yep. Such a tragic story, and such a great person. It was like, yeah. Fuck. So, but like to answer that question, I mean, either one of those guys in Crime Time. Because they, they, they did do a little Shad bit on their own. Shad, Shad is like the one who shined. Tier. Yeah. He could have been a top yep. tier guy. Correct. Now when I when we when we talk about it, this is funny because I'm gonna go with the golden era. I'm gonna say all the guys that never became world champion because of what Hogan was doing. So I'm gonna Ooh. say Rick Rude, I'm gonna say Mr. Perfect, I'm gonna say Ted DiBiase. Haku. Haku. I'm gonna say the guy that we're interviewing two weeks from today, everybody, Tito Santana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he even when he was paired with Rick the Model, there's another one, Rick the Model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so many of these guys that had great, phenomenal Hall of Fame careers. Dude, Tito was supposed to be champion, but they gave it to Bret Hart instead. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. I didn't that know was that. like a whole. Tito was going to be champion. Damn, you got to write that down because I want to ask you yeah. about yeah. that. Oh yeah. Every, two weeks from today, we'll be interviewing WWE Hall of Famer Tito Santana. Woo. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to throw another one out there, a little random one. Lance Storm. Mm. Lance Storm mm-hmm. being mm. with, uh, you know, in uh, with Just Incredible and everything like that in ECW. Lance Storm should have been ECW champion because that dude kicked ass yeah, in the ring. Yeah, his work rate is Like, his work man. rate was above and beyond, but he was stuck with uh, Credible that just had that edgy look that they liked, and he fucking sucked. But, um, you know, they... <laughs> he just... He was the shit. <laughs> but they wanted, uh, you know, him over Lance, which is a damn shame. That was like, wow. that that was like that at the end been... of ECW, right? Uh, yeah, that was around like late 99, 2000. Yeah, because I, all I remember is once Taz left and once Mike Awesome left, it was all like just incredible shit. Yeah. Mm. Come on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I kind of stopped watching at that point, too. Yeah. Did you watch it on T? I watched it on I TNN. Watched it, I watched it, but I was like, ugh. Like, yeah. it was really, like, the end of it was really depressing. It's like mm-hmm. a watered-down product. Because it's like, you got Tommy Dreamer against C.W. Anderson, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Like, why is Tommy, like, team, like, this working against guy. this fucking guy? <laughs> and, like, you know, I, I like Steve Carino. He was fine. You know, like, he at least could work. It was interesting. But, you know, again, you still had too much shit with, like, mm-hmm. Credible and, like, Easy Money, and these guys are fucking terrible. Who picks next, Jeff? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Jeff picks next. Woo. Oh, your wonderful wife. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. She's wonderful. What's your prediction of any WrestleMania special appearances? Oh, we're in Florida. Gronk. Gronk shows up. No. Do you think we see John Cena? 
No, he's filming that show right now. Yeah. But listen, anything's possible. He can take mm-hmm. two minutes. Now, remember, this like, is hard because of COVID. Quote yeah. Unquote. Yeah, but they are going to have like 70,000 people there or something. Yeah. Or like 40,000 people or something. Yeah, between each day. Yeah. So, yeah some yeah. kind of big number. So you could definitely expect something big. You could expect someone big to like roll up. I don't think The Rock. No, no. No, that, I don't think so. Longer, uh, longer oh. the days that we think we were going to get that. So Undertaker yeah. shows up. Undertaker, so? see, Undertaker I shows up. Oh, that's I wouldn't like it. Of, I wouldn't Survivor like it, man. Yeah. I don't know. If it, I had to pick any, fit. Listen, me, we got fucking Mark Hulk Hogan Alice this year. Shows up. How about oh, that? Yeah, there you go. With the red uh, hair. I can't say Taker. I think he's done. Like done, done. He um, should be. But Brock, Brock Lesnar. There's my answer. Yeah, that's not bad. Not a bad. I'm, I'm not saying that Taker would wrestle. I'm saying he would roll up. Oh yeah. To, for what though? I mean, I'm just saying an appearance. Oh yeah. I think I can see Lesnar being there. Yeah. I can see Lesnar being Despite there. Spike the ratings on the cock. Yeah. Okay. So no. Okay. So like you just said, this is Peacock. This is a whole other world. So maybe The Rock does do something. Young Rock is on what channel? It's on NBC. NBC is own NBC streaming service is called what? The cock. Peacock. Peacock. So. Tucky. You bring the Tucky. rock in, monster heat maybe. Do you book next year's mania like they did Cena Rock, but Rock Roman at the end of Mania? Uh, well, see, I here's, would like it. Here's where it doesn't work. You lost. We are now gone away from the Samoan Dynasty family members being involved thing, and we've moved on to what we see today. Mm-hmm. Couple two months ago, yeah, you asked that same question on the satchel. The rock is more uh, yeah. a better answer. Now, not so much because I don't really see it. They haven't planted any seeds or they really. Jay Uso's there. Where's his brother? What the hell's going on yeah, with Jimmy that? Jimmy the Gimp's gimping somewhere. Six months ago, when Jay hooked up with him, I would have told you that him and his brother are going to fight each other separately on the card for WrestleMania. Now is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Like a milk carton. Put him in a milk carton. Yeah. I I would say The Rock. My pick Book it. is Lesnar, and you're which would be great. I said Taker just to show up in front of fans. There you go. Next question for my for my sister Lauren. What is the most underrated tag team of all time? Tag team wrestling, a a, a dying art, ladies and gentlemen. One one tag team that I want to talk about from the I gotta go Golden Era just because this is what I grew up watching. One tag team they were tag team champions. For a little while, right? And great wrestlers outside of WWF, but never had true success, are the Brain Busters, Tully yeah. Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Somebody just said that on... T- on um, when you think of two tough guys, to too. two really bruising guys, the complete two opposite... Two great technicians. The kind of opposite of what the WWF was at the time, I think of Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Who were just wrestling in circles in every tag team match they had against Demolition. If it was against the Heart Foundation, I mean, the Heart Foundation was good, but like, you know, like you put Jim the Anvil against Arne, against Arn Anderson. Obviously, Arn Anderson's 10 times better, but um, I, I'm i going to go Brainbusters. I'm going to go old school. I love, I love talking about old school wrestling. I love it. So I'm going to go Brainbusters. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm trying to think. It's hard to like pick like an underrated one because yeah. obviously we all know like how highly rated some of these tag teams yeah. were. So just somebody that needed like more respect. Yeah, like like you're not going to hear answers like the Dudley Boys. You're not going to hear yeah, answers yeah. like the Hardy Boys or even Edge and Christian. Like, I mean, it's I'm not trying to push it for you know our interview, but Strike Force. Yeah, Strike Force is a really good tag team. Yeah, 
they were a really good Tito and team. Tito and Rick the model. I mean, two phenomenal, like phenomenal wrestlers. The mid card division was ridiculous, and yeah. they were technically a part of that. So, that's a great answer. Oh, oh uh, head shrinkers. Okay. For me, I'm going to say the head shrinkers. I absolutely mm. love them as a tag team. Um, they did great, great work. Dominant, yeah. Just mm-hmm. dominant big men that just kicked straight up ass. Uh, you just they showed up and like you were impressed. They were a great tag team that not a lot of people talk about. I don't know how to answer this question. I really don't know. I don't think it's anybody in today's climate. No, not at all. No, because there's a lack thereof. So it would be very slim. It's a dying art. I mean, you have to really reach for it. I mean, I I can't even think of anybody on other promotions, unfortunately. I'll I'll give you one. (laughs) APA. Yes. Wow. APA is underrated just for the fact that everybody mentions the Dudley boys. Everybody mentions the Hardy boys. They were, everybody mentions Edge and that other bitch. They were right there. And nobody <laughs> mentions APA. They were right there with him yeah. doing all the promos and all the work in, in the you know, four-way match, whatever matches, all, all of it. They, were they just never there. got the credit. No. Yeah. They, they never, never got, got the, credit. the credit. They were just seen as the guys playing cards in the back and yelling, yeah. damn, and starting fights. Damn. Which yeah, is but, fine. But son of but, a bitch, they were good, man. Jeez. Oh, they were good. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm looking at Butch Reed over there. I'm thinking of Doom. Oh, there you go. There's another yeah, one. Doom There's another is a good one. Doom. Too. Butch Reed in general, is underrated, in general is underrated. Yeah. And yeah. Butch Reed. Oh, my. Yeah. sorry. I didn't realize what you were doing. All right. Uh, John Williamson's story. Sound, this sounds like a serial killer. This is John <laughs> Wayne Gacy. <laughs> John Williamson's story. Oh, my God. On Facebook. <clears throat> Best slash worst heel turns of all time. Okay. Uh, From John Wayne Gacy himself. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to John. You're the man. Um, I mean, the worst heel turns are anything with a big show, only because they really don't make oh, sense at the time. Oh, God. He fills um, the question on both sides. All I the time. mean, Hogan's the obvious answer, but you know, I gotta go Seth Rollins. I, I gotta go. Seth that Rollins. was a gotta great go heel Seth turn, Rollins. man. Seth Absolutely. Rollins just changed three guys' careers so much. Yeah, and um, it just paved the way for other wrestlers to shine with those guys in, at events. So I'm gonna say uh, definitely Seth Rollins. I mean, there's always you know. Again, I'm looking at your rocker Shawn Michaels over there. You know, that's one of the most famous uh, ones. Of that's course, that's one of the most iconic ones. Um, you know, so there's always that, of course. But you know, yeah. Then you said Hogan, which is the no-brainer. Um, trying to think of some worst heel turns. You know, Wor- like when Shawn Michaels joined sense. NWO, that was stupid. That was dumb. Oh, they were reaching. <laughs> um, a good one was CM Punk going heel. And doing the, the Nexus one, oh, okay. The well, Nexus yeah, one was stupid, I mean, but too. the Nexus one wasn't that great. That, that, Although I was a big Nexus guy, but that no. it was over at um, that point. It definitely when he went heel and did the Straight Edge Society, that was really cool. And worst, you got to go. I hate to admit, uh, Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Oh yeah. Oh, well, he says it. He said. Yeah. He said yeah. it. He was. Why like, did yeah, I do that? The best. It yeah. was a flop. Yeah. It wasn't his fault. No. It sounded great on paper, of but course. everybody loves Steve Austin, so yeah. it wouldn't work. You could hear it on our episode last week yeah, and on the Heel Turn episode. Yeah. That's right. Who's up? Uh, Jeff Noyes and the Heel Turns. Uh, you actually <laughs> had the last <laughs> question that I get a poll, but my dad my dad actually te- uh, messaged me a question I'm going to read real quick. He wrote, do the viewers on Raw and SmackDown that appear in the broadcast pay a fee to WWE to join the show on screen, or is it a random drawing for fans who log in? Well, Dad, I would say... 
that I every time I try to go on, I feel like I have to pay something because I never get through. But the Thunderdome you sign up is for free. Uh, you go on thunderdome.com and you can sign up. But you got to be really that's like a lottery, basically. I've tried it dozens of times. Have we seen the green shirt guy up here? No, I haven't. But I'm gonna fucking see him in two weeks. You know that's all I gotta say. Yeah. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. Yeah. And the last question the for the satchel is read by Jeff Noyce. That is very fitting for what happened yesterday. So, uh, Jason Tulloch, he asks, <laughs> mm-hmm. does Rhea Ripley getting a title shot at Mania show you that the women's division is actually weaker than it seems? Yes. What a question. That's a great question, Jay. It does, with the serious and that's questions. a shame. Because um, <sighs> right now, Charlotte has COVID. Yeah. And... Um, so you feel like that was forced because she was, was coming soon, very forced, absolutely you know? forced. Which was it was inevitable. She should have she should have earned it in some way. Yeah, not just total randomly. plan B. I mean, it's so fucked up because she just rolls up and they gave her the title shot. Yeah, Drew so McIntyre out of nowhere. They just mentioned like, hey, he's gonna get a title shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they nobody deserved a single totally title overlooked shot. the Sheamus, the tag uh, team uh, AJ Styles and Olmus. Uh, you know, they just got a title shot out of the blue. For so no you can reason. just ask for one. Yeah, you can literally. This whole mania was just ask, ask for, for it, and you yeah. shall receive. The only person who earned anything was Edge. So, like, this is something funny we talk about the women's. How about, did you watch the Peyton Royce and match with Asuka? It was pretty good. Peyton Royce had a very good match with Asuka. She did. Very she good did. match. That was pretty good. That was surprisingly good. It was very good. Yeah. Now, is Peyton Royce versus Asuka going to sell Mania to me? No, it's going to be no. Rhea Ripley. Of course. Not yet, but it could work. To will, will Peyton Royce sell I mean, that's why backlash I the better, to me? The yeah. better women's yeah. division is on NXT. Smart. Yo, yeah. I mean. By, bar none. Yeah. I mean, you, yes, you have your hot spots. Between, yeah, but you can't bring them all up in one no, shot. I, I you get, see no, EO? I get that, no. But I mean, right collectively. Riding yeah. to the wall that yeah. EO is going to lose to Raquel. Yeah, it absolutely. It just has to happen. And it's and I'm I'm about it. And do you fine. bring EO up? Not yet. It could be an after Mania call up. Yeah, it could be. She's got to have mean, honestly. It depends she's got to have another match. Is. Yeah. It doesn't matter where the next woman gets called up. That that woman has to go to Raw, whether yeah. it's Candice LeRae or or even Raquel Gonzalez if she loses. Candice them. shouldn't go unless her husband goes up. I think oh, yeah. together what they're doing with the way yeah. is is a beautiful thing. Um, cause it, it cracks me up every week because they're so in tune to the regular world memes, uh, computer, uh, comics, all this shit. They just get it. And then they bring that little bit of comedy and a real life into what they're doing. They're a tag team. So if yeah. one comes up, you know, the other has got to come up too. Yeah. But it really comes down to, they really need to evaluate Charlotte's health. After COVID, because, yeah, some people have their opinions, whatever. Uh, yeah, but realistically, um, you could have long-lasting heart or lung issues. Mm-hmm. So evaluate her for a little bit. Do not throw her immediately back into the no. mix. Save all the bumps, you know? She doesn't need to take a exactly. bump for anything. Exactly. Look, if you're not going to wrestle WrestleMania. You have plenty of other talent there yeah. who's sitting and waiting for an opportunity. Yeah. So Peyton. give him the opportunity. Thank you. Give him the opportunity. Just exactly what Peyton Roy said. Hey, ding dong, hello, yeah. we're right here. There, there's to, a name. She, I mean, if, she, if she's not going to wrestle at Mania, she doesn't need to wrestle at the pay per view after. Mm-hmm. So just give keep her, her out. A break. Mm-hmm. Keep her out. That's give fine. her a little yeah. bit of a break and just uh, evaluate. Make sure she comes back 100. percent Because healthy. you're going to lose all that heat if, let's yes. say, Rhea does win. Yeah. 
you're gonna lose all the heat Claudia that she just gained. She has to win. She yeah. has to win. She but can't I mean, lose at that two point, manias in a row. If yeah. Charlotte's gonna be out, then you could call up Io, mm-hmm. and that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what a satchel, ladies and gentlemen. What a wrestling satchel. Now, My bag this is was empty. so much fun. The I'm bag sure. is empty, and you know this is such a good this episode because we had the sack. We, we had a gr- we had a great guest in Aaron Ortiz. We had the wrestling satchel. We had so much stuff to cover, and it's just getting better next week. Next and we week, still have something else to cover. Well, go ahead. Speaking of interviews, oh, we have a new interview. Go ahead. I was gonna. I was, yeah, go ahead. You can you plug it. All right. So plug May, it, Mister Wonderful. Go ahead. May eighteenth, Tuesday, we have Anthony Bennett, who was a member of the cruiserweight. Uh, the cruiserweight classic, classic, cruiserweight classic that they had a couple years ago, mm-hmm. now he, which I really need. I, I hope that they do another one or something. Oh, yeah. oh dude, totally. it was so good. It's so good yeah. to just go back and watch it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daniel Bryan was calling it too. It was great. Oh, it was fantastic. But I think it was him and Moro. Yeah, oh, God, they yeah. were great. <laughs> yeah. So Aunt uh, Aunt Bennett's going to be on that. I'm very excited. He's a guy that I've known for many, many years. Monster uh, Factory guy. Monster Factory Jersey guy. guy. The first uh, Turkey Slam winner. Which was the <laughs> battle royal that we had in the Monster uh, Factory? So I have a lot of memories with him, a lot of great matches with him. So we're gonna have a good time interviewing him. That's awesome. Yeah. And that he wow. just—he is just an addition to the list. Remember, two weeks from today we have Tito Santana. Two weeks after that we have Pitbull Gary Wolf. Two Oof. weeks after that we have Tom Brandy. And then two weeks after that we have Anthony Bennett. I mean, come on. Every we just we started our, our the tour of guests today with a wonderful interview the, with Aaron Ortiz. The tour. We are on the road to to guests. No, but <laughs> to guests. It's funny because Gessel next Mania. week when we come back to you next Tuesday, we will officially be on the road to WrestleMania where we're going to be previewing. We we can just preview because they already brought out the schedule. So let's do it. We'll do next, night one and night two preview. Yeah. So we could have extra time with Tito. Yeah, yeah. Next week we're going to preview WrestleMania. Uh, we'll touch base on it with Tito on April 6th, but next week, get ready for your, get ready for a WrestleMania preview because it's coming to you fast. All WrestleMania. All, all WrestleMania the all the time here on Sunset Flip Radio. Again, remember, you can find Sunset Flip Radio on Facebook at Sunset Flip Radio, Instagram at the same handle at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. We're getting up there on, on Instagram followers. We're almost at 300 right now. Our downloads have been higher than they've ever been before. And we appreciate you listening to all of our content going through our past catalogs. And uh, it's if just getting like better. you'd like to contribute to us and maybe send us money because you yeah. know what you do. <laughs> Not to be a whore, but, you know, yeah. money's nice. Again, well, we'll give you shout-outs. We'll, we'll give you, you the shout-outs. Yeah, if you want sponsorship, you can always contact us. We yeah, had some. We had someone here, reach man. out to us on on Facebook and Jeff answered them back and we haven't heard from him since. So that's curious. Uh, maybe I told him something he didn't like. I yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah. I read that. It seemed like it was pretty fine, but... um. In in the meantime, I'm yes. always um, I'm, just, I'm, I'm always Thomas Lisi. Yes, I am. Yeah, but that's, unfor- <laughs> that's unfortunate. In the meantime, I'm your co-host Thomas Lisi. Always joined the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drain, and that's Mr. Wonderful right. Jeff Noise. We are Sunset Flip Radio. We are out for today. Peace, love, and wrestling, and take care. Your peace.